everybody? Welcome to Flavor 2. It's your boy Schultz, Akash Singh, Alex Media, Mark Gagnon. What's up? And um, mm, let's get started, fellas. I got a theory. Mm. I got a theory um, as to why Trump uh, refuses to acknowledge the L. Oh, I have a theory. I have a theory. Okay, so I think, and I've asked around, like I asked a bunch of like folks in news that I know, and and I tried to get like bipartisan support for this, and they were like, "Look, that doesn't seem like there's anything credible that there's like actual voter fraud. Mm -hmm. There's no question that yes, people do fraudulent ballots. There's no question, and I think that happens on both sides, and I think it happens every single election. Right? Right? Some old bitch gets the mail-in ballots. Her husband dies." She's like, look, nobody's going to come and check to see if he signed the shit. Mm -hmm. I'm going to mail it in. That happens. Does that happen to the tune of 200,000 votes? Very unlikely. Right. So, so far, no credible information to show that there is voter fraud. That being said, Trump is continuing to go, they stole this election, this, that, the other. Mm -hmm. Here's my theory. In order for Trump to have a career after politics, Mm -hmm. after being president, the con needs to continue, right? What Trump does is, I'm a winner, right. right? I think a lot of people are realizing right now, like now that Trump has lost, they're starting to go, oh, shit, the gloss is off. The hypnotization is out of here. Somebody mm. said the right word, and I'm, and I'm snapped out. Like, it was cool to watch it happen. It's no different than you see in sports, you know? Like, there's a lot of L.A. Dodger fans that, just, that weren't a lot of L.A. Dodger fans six months ago. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, you get on board a thing that has momentum and continues to win. You know, Mark was saying earlier, like, it happened to him with Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor was going to fight Mayweather, and Mark's not, like, a big boxing fan. Mm. So he's like, he sees Conor McGregor going and knocking all these people out in MMA and doing these amazing things in MMA, and he's like, yo, I think Conor McGregor might do it. Then that eighth round hits. And then the eighth round <laughs> hits, and then the reality happens. And then after that, what happens to you? Do you feel a little... Yeah, I started backpedaling. People were like, Mark, didn't you say he was going to win? I was like, me? Yeah. Nah, yeah. no. Like, yeah. I always... Like, no way. Of course not. And do you feel, like, a little bit, like, duped? Are you almost like... Yeah, a little, like... like Is yeah. it Emperor's New Clothes? Shit? Yeah, a little bit. A little do you bit. know? Do you guys know what that is? The Emperor's New Clothes? Man, I'd be hearing that shit and kind of half-knowing. It's, I, I think I'm going to half-describe it, but it's kind of lit. It's like, it's basically... <laughs> Let's see if your half matches my half. All right, bet. And then so we'll no one knows what it is. So no, <laughs> no, really, no, no but like, right, I think good. this dude who used to make nice-ass clothes yeah. made the Emperor some clothes, but they weren't even clothes. It was he, nothing. He was naked. He was butt-ass naked, and but he's like, nah, that's the shit. And since he believed in his shit, it was Kanye. Yeah. It was Kanye with his trash ass everything except yeah. music, it's, right? It's that emperor's. It's Kanye's new album. Kanye's new album. <laughs> boom, done. The one thing he usually does well, he couldn't emperor yeah. that shit, right? But uh, and then the the king is walking all around town, dick dangling, right? And then everybody got to be like, no, nah, no, nah, it's fire, it's dope, whatever. Yeah, so yeah. it's like basically, don't believe the hype, yeah. but you can get caught up in the hype. Maybe he just has such a big dick. You were like, this shit must be fire, yo. <laughs> Maybe that's it. If I was ever walk around naked, they'd be like, yo, this shit sucks, bro. <laughs> right. So it's possible. So the reality is you have this situation where maybe you feel a little bit duped by Connor. Yeah. Right? You're like, oh, man, was I lied to? Like, I believed in all this shit. And I think there are a lot of these, like, Trump diehards that were seduced by the victory, right? The constant victories. And maybe now they're starting to see a little bit of that, like, glossy coating start to fall off. Yeah. Right. Here's the thing. This guy, Trump, needs to be the winner, the constant winner in order for him to function outside in the regular world. Mm -hmm. You know, he's not somebody that like 
people love because of uh, his humility. Right. They love him because he is a winner. Is that, and that's the identity he has chosen. Mm-hmm. I will win. The art of the deal. I get it done. I am victorious. I don't lose. So in order for him to go at, back out into the world and for him to exist as a successful citizen, he needs to continue this air of austerity, right? And the only way he can do that after loss is to claim fraudulence with the loss. Right. The only way. So, essentially, he will bring the country closer to tearing itself in half in order to protect his business interests after being president. Mm -hmm. What happened to America first? Was Trump a big, was that his thing, America first? Actual question. Where the fuck have you been, bro? (laughs) Trump is Trump first to me. It's always Trump first. But you were familiar with the saying. Yeah, okay. You are. I didn't not. know. I didn't know that was his big thing. Is he the guy always saying that? Yeah. I mean, he'll like cab, like he'll like hug the American flag and say like, "Oh, I love America." But his is America first. That's his whole. That's like the slogan. It's not only make America great again, but America first. I'm putting America first. We're not going to do. We're not going to let China take over. We're going to get the best targets, the best. We're going to make sure that these uh, tariffs are evenly displayed on both sides. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, it's, so here's the situation where he's looking like he's doing this thing for the best, best of America. Right now, mm-hmm. the best thing for America would be accepting a legit loss from what I see. Maybe new information comes out and maybe it looks like he didn't actually win. But from what I've seen and from what I've read, there's no fraudulence, Mm -hmm. extreme fraudulence in terms Mm -hmm. of stealing an election. Right. I think what he's doing is I think he's trying to protect himself after the presidency. There's one other option that I could also think, which is he's, he's going... I'm going to hold hostage 70 million people. He's going to try, but I think people are going to start to dwindle away. The best analogy I could look for is like, remember how the hyenas were supporting Scar? Mm-hmm. You know, and, yeah. and then the second Scar gets bodied by Simba, all the hyenas start to consume Simba. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think that's the Trump dudes that are on the boat. I don't think that's the Trump uh, supporters that are on the bridge. But I do think that, that those are the conservatives that were using Trump to get their agendas the across. The Marco Rubios. The Rubios. Mitch McConnell was brought mm-hmm. up earlier by Robbie, or you said it. Mm-hmm. But it was like all these other conservatives that are like, all right, this motherfucker can get shit done. And he got 70 million people doing whatever. We're going to use his ass to get our agendas pushed through as well. We're going to mm-hmm. get a new Supreme Court justice. You know, Trump, I think, just became a fucking Republican. Right. Right. This is, mm-hmm. a, this is a con. The whole thing is a con. Like yeah. Trump has always been Trump. Yeah. But he assumed this identity. And then the other Republicans. Republicans are like, oh, that's our horse? All right, we're going to ride that motherfucker so the wheels fall off. Now the wheels have fallen off, yep. you're going to see those hyenas start to consume. <laughs> My. Adios. <laughs> I really start. I think it's going to be. So what, what's going to be interesting thing that happens is what happens to all these people that, like, created their identity around him? Mm-hmm. Not just athletes. Not just celebs who have started to kind of identify around it. But, like, real regular folks who really create their identity around Trumpism. And now they're seeing that fall apart. Like, a little part of me feels for them, man. No. Mm-hmm. No, I know. No, 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 no. no. I know. No. What, 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 what? No, no, no. I just... What, what? I just Yo, big. liberals are the worst winners, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that shit bothered me, No, no, no y'all the worst winners, bro. That shit bro. bothered me, yo. I know, I know. That's, y'all the worst winners, man. It's, but it's okay. It's okay. Here's the thing. 
The thing is that, like, this is what liberals do. The liberals would be like, we need unity for, <laughs> for four years. We need to be together. Yeah, we need acceptance. Man. Right? And then the second you win, you're like, nah, fuck them. Nazi we mother. on the streets. Yeah. No masks. That's <laughs> right. That's shit, right. Yo. How dare you wear a mask? Motherfuckers is out there partying, Washington Square Park, tongue kissing homeless people. Yeah. You had Trump rallies all on the same day all over America How just for that? Biden. I know that. And you don't even like Biden. Those a are bitch called me a grandma killer walking down the street. No, not even grandma killer killer me and my girl walking around the street no mask some old white lady with fucking gray hair any white lady lets her hair go gray that's a fucking that's a problem right there she's gonna be a problem bro white ladies let their hair go gray they have given up on life yeah. okay Checked they have out. one pet Checked that's out. it here's the keys baby done Checked out, that bro. chick is barren and, you know what i mean nobody no kids nobody to take care of yeah she just goes killers literally later that day whoa biden because we weren't wearing masks yeah. in public biden wins i guarantee that bitch was in washington square park celebrating um, Point is, what I do irresponsible man. It is, yeah, <laughs> yeah. What I do is, I do feel bad for these people that have been kind of like because what happened is, I think Trump, the reason why he was so exciting is because he picked a lot of targets that a lot of us even on this podcast could agree with. Yeah. Right? He's going after establishments that like we've been very critical of. Yeah. You know, like establishment Democrats that we were critical of, but also establishment. Republicans. Remember when he was doing the Republican primary and he was just calling out all these motherfuckers for not doing anything for years and endless wars and all this other shit? And we we're like, yeah, it is kind of fucked up. Yeah. And then you see him in office and you're like, and you see him, you see him have to deal with a real problem like Corona, like mm -hmm. a real situation yeah. where I don't know who could handle Corona perfectly. That's a tough thing. Don't get me wrong. But like, he clearly did not handle it well. Yeah. <laughs> and you start to go, oh, shit, this might be a little bit of a con. You know, a thought I had to that point? Go. You read The Godfather? Have you seen the movies? Yes. Remember the original Consigliere played by Robert Duvall? I forget his name. You're not a wartime consigliere. Consigliere. Yeah. That's how I feel about Trump. You're not a wartime president, and I don't mean literal war. I mean, when things are good, you could keep that shit going. Keep it going. But then when you're confronted with some shit, and maybe it's not a reflection of him. Maybe it's he doesn't have the political experience that another politician might to have this thing prepared and that thing prepared. Mm-hmm. He was underprepared for Corona. That's just a fact. That's just yeah. what it was. Biden, they had a tweet from like a year ago, 2019, saying we're not prepared for a pandemic. Mm -hmm. Trump I'm not prepared. saying Biden would have done a better job. And I don't either. know that he would have. Who knows? I and don't think Trump is a good wartime consulate. Yeah, there's a thing that, you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's very tricky because there are different things that you could potentially do. Yeah. You know, when it comes to a big problem like this, right? There are one thing, there are one thing like the laws that you implement. Right. Mm -hmm. And there's another thing, which is the influence that you have and you, how you use that influence. Right. And it's something we've been talking about, which is like he uses influence very poorly. Yes. We're not talking about the decisions that were made. Right. Because mm -hmm. we don't know what the long term That's effects fair. of those are. But the influence, yeah. I mean, is all over the place. Like yeah. and I know it's like he's joking when he says uh, drink bleach. Well, don't joke. Motherfuckers really want to know. What we supposed to do with this I think shit. you're hilarious, but I don't want my president to be hilarious. Yeah, no, I want my president to be hilarious. Not <laughs> when it's a pandemic. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's just yeah, like... Better said. Yeah, like, if, if you want to talk about, like, which team wins the, uh, you know, college football yes. championship and you want to give them all fast food inside the White House, yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Let's talk about it all day. What's up with this pandemic, fam? Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, just give me a straight answer what yeah. we got to do. You're not going to wear the mask. Like, what, what, what do you want to do? Yeah. Like, what, what the fuck is going on? This is your time to lead. And then that monumental failure, I think, exposed him to a lot of people. Yeah. And I think by that time, a lot of people were so dug in on Trump, it was very hard for them to see objectively, like, if this is somebody that is um, objectively good for leadership. And I think, and I do feel for those people, man, because I know what happens to those people 
if they get teased in this moment right now, yep. What they're happens? Not, they're going to dig in further. And then they get that's where the extremist shit starts. And that's where they start hating you more. Like this is what liberals never understand. Yep. You help create the extreme Republicans. Yep. You do more harm than good, especially when you're running it up. Fucking we're having parades, no mask, but you're monsters for going to a Trump rally. You're the same motherfucker. You're yeah. just having a post-victory rally. Yeah, How is like, that better? It's like both 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 extremes aid each other. I yeah, think we were maybe talking yeah, it's about a flywheel. Like, yeah, yeah. What's that again? It's a flywheel. Yeah, a flywheel. Like, what's that? Like the one perpetuates the other, and like they spin and create momentum off each other. Right. So it's like, is that the shit on the the railway where they go like this when you're trying to get away from the train that you just robbed? <laughs> I don't think it's a wheel. <laughs> you know that in a cartoon when they go yeah, like yeah, this? I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking I don't, about. I don't what is that thing? Also, who puts that there? <laughs> like, why would that ever be there? Like, imagine your train going go slow because really two going, guys yeah. are like in the front. Like, they're like, get a motor, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, whose idea was that thing? What a yeah, stupid thing. faster than walking, really? Yeah. Come on. And also, why aren't you seesawing that? Right. Why are you going all hands? Yeah, you're going to sit on Like, you've never been to a park, see some kids have some fun? Yeah. Oh, what yeah, they, idiots. They, they made the trains. Shit. Fucking Chinese and Irish. Way to go, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, but back to what we were saying. Yeah, it's like or a flywheel or like, the, I think we said on the Patreon, it was like the Matrix example. Yeah. Like, the more powerful Neo gets, the more powerful Agent Smith gets. Right. Right? So it's like, you have this situation where the right is seeing the left's hypocrisy, and now they feel justified in believing almost anything as long as it's pushing back against that left hypocrisy. But also you have to look at this. like When the left sees the people on the right like creating special tax laws to just help the super rich, now you create this extremism on the left, which is like, now nah, we're going to take everybody's money and give it to the people. Like, right. I don't care. Hey, Jeff Bezos, we're shutting down your whole Fair. business. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Fair. Like, the extremism begets extremism. Yeah. That, yeah. Every that, single yeah. time. That's why I don't like the uh, the fuck your feelings rhetoric. You know what I mean? Like, that was, like, big on, like, the right. Like, I think Trump even what? had, like... Shapiro. Yeah, Shapiro yeah. was Facts, doing it. Facts, no feelings. Yeah, exactly. That kind of thing. But, like, I think Trump even had all... Guys, like, the guy's the most religious person we've ever seen, <laughs> and he actually goes, Facts, no feelings. That's a good point. A Facts, no feelings. That's a good point. What 40 is years in the desert. Probably fact. Is faith a fact? People live 30 years long, but no, they probably live about 40 walking around the desert. That's a fact. What a fucking fraud Ben is, right? Dude, facts, no feelings. Yeah. I, I mean, did, there yeah. might be a couple slipper, a couple feelings in the religious text. Oh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Faith is a feeling. Faith is a feeling. It's yeah. not a fact. <laughs> yeah, Al? Well, hypocrite. No, I'm in agreement. I'm on board. But I think Trump even did the same shit. Like, I think there were Trump campaign posters that said, like, fuck your feelings on it. And I don't know if they were, like, official or if right. it was just, like, rhetoric-wise. official, though. It might not be official, but that shit is official. I mean, because that's the thing is, like, that whole, like, fuck your feelings rhetoric is way easier. Because you don't have to then, like, care. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you can just, like, write it off and be like, oh, I don't even have to pay any attention to it or, like, invest any time. Mm -hmm. But I don't think it's effective, even if your policy is right. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's weird. It's like, there's a way to say fuck your... No, there's a way to, like... There's action and belief, right? You can act as if fuck your feelings. Yeah. You feel a way, you feel a way, you feel a way about something. I can act, which is fuck your feelings, which is, yeah, I don't care that you feel that way. Al, you're upset that the Yankees lost? I don't care. <laughs> I can act that way, mm -hmm. but I don't have to go and tell you specifically yeah. to mm -hmm. take your feelings and go fuck them. Also, yeah, in personal life, you can do whatever. You could be all fuck your feelings in your regular life. Yes. When you're the president. I don't think you can be fuck your feelings all of a sudden. You yeah, I mean? it's like... If you're a political party, like... You can and you can't, right? Because the tricky thing about being president is, yes, you have to be everybody's president. That's your motherfucking job, is to be everybody's president. And mm -hmm. he did a bad job of doing that. Without without doubt. And... He pretty intentionally he, didn't do yeah, that. Yeah, he didn't even try. Yeah. yeah. Like, that... Didn't even try. Yeah. Now, 
nobody really tries. I think Obama actually tried, mm. but I think he tried. I think race had a lot to do with him trying. I think that he was specifically going, hey, I need to make an effort to show that I'm everybody's president. If I lean too black, people are going to go, ah, see, he's just doing the black stuff, mm-hmm. right? But like, and maybe like wartime presidents become everybody's presidents because everybody's on the same side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In yeah. Like the We're war. all on the same side. I could be everybody's president. Exactly. I mean, like FDR. Tough. Yeah. You know what I mean? But in terms of like the average president, you probably are just serving your folks. Like maybe Reagan was probably just serving... His mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Maybe Clinton was everybody's. I mean, the economy was good. Yo, is that really all it takes? Does it take a good economy and then all of a sudden you're everybody's president? <laughs> I think Trump, to a degree, like I think Trump was going to run away with this election before Corona, corona and the, the impact on the economy. People, I think, vote based on how well they're doing with this president in office. And I don't know how else you can really do it. Like, are we all really going to follow politics I didn't know shit about politics, and this exposed it to me. I was like, oh, each state gets two senators? Yo, That's son. it? <laughs> we were just, That's wild. Son, we were just talking about this. Robbie said something funny. He's like, he's like, uh, you know, we're the most politically engaged that we've ever been, and we regret it. <laughs> <laughs> like, he, goes, he goes, why do I know who the secretary of education is? Bruh, that's too like, much. Like, that's I've too never much. known who the fuck that is. And there might be that overload that we're feeling right now. Yeah. How politically engaged we are. Like, have you ever had, like, a, a friend of yours that's really into politics? Do you have any friends that are really into politics? Robbie's probably as close as I get. Out, outside, and Robbie's a comedian, so it's like, yeah, he's curious about it, but there's also, like, bits that are coming nah. out of it, right? Like, people who are not creatives that are really into politics, these are the most stressed out people you ever meet in your entire life. It's too much, yo. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's you meet, much. you talk to these folks, you're like, yo, yo, calm down, bro. <laughs> yeah, Unplug yourself. It's QAnon. <laughs> yo. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> of the delegates for the thing and we can't even sign off on the, it's like no one cares I don't know what a delegate is bro <laughs> we don't know what any of these fucking things are unplug yourself it's too much stress it's sports like the way people root for it but imagine if the, the Cowboys performance impacted me directly you know what how it is? fucking stressed that would be it's gambling it's gambling on sports. Oh, Imagine shit. every game actually affected your bottom line. Because these motherfuckers that work for the political parties are like yo if blue is out I'm out of a job yo Yo, you know if I don't saying? hit this parlay, if Democrats don't hit this parlay, <laughs> it's a wrap for me. Yeah. So I do think that for the average American that all of a sudden got like super involved, and I don't think we got involved because we were actually interested. I think we got involved because polarization, right? Like we both sides hated the other so much mm-hmm. that they wanted evidence to justify the hate. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Okay. Oh, I hate Trump so much. I'm going to find out who the secretary of education is and find out what her principles are yeah. and how fucked up that is so I could use it as a haymaker against Trump. When if you had an average kind of moderate president, I guarantee you with Biden, I'm not going to know a single person in the cabinet. I already gave up caring. <laughs> I ain't going to know anybody. Yeah. I barely know. I mean, that is, yeah. one, that is one thing, though, that Trump, all the people he picked, he was just picking stars. You know what I mean? Like, he was just throwing, like, people in the cabinet that people knew. You know what I mean? Like, he threw, like, Omarosa in there for a little bit. Like She we, was in the cabinet? Wasn't she? She Who was no. Omarosa. That sounds like a video. I, no, she, was, she, was, uh, <laughs> she was, uh, she was, uh, she wasn't in the cabinet. I think she was, like, part of his staff. Oh, uh, staff or something? But, yeah, but she wasn't, like, secretary of defense oh yeah maybe but like, i would put a black bitch in there a secretary <laughs> of defense let's be honest bro no afghanistan no tell me what to wear <laughs> go on he was just putting people in there that like people knew though you know what i mean like the reason we know them is because like it's like his kids or whatever i don't know like, who betsy devos is bro Let's yeah. be honest. Like we don't know these yeah, motherfuckers. No, I, th- I think I part of it, that, maybe no. part of it, is that they were like famous within their industries. I think he did put like a lot of like uh, heads of industry in power positions. Yeah, he put a lot of people he was that was running against him. 
interesting. Kinda, like kind of just yeah. took all the losers. Ben Carson, like, yeah, Chris Christie got, got a spot. No, and you know why that's kind of interesting is you don't have to feel you don't have to look at them as threats. Ah, uh. I think if you're concerned that like other people will get some sort of uh, notoriety around you and that makes you insecure, as if you could lose your spotlight because of it. You're not gonna put motherfuckers around you that you haven't already beaten. Yeah, you don't yeah. want the toughest of competition. I also don't think it's that uncommon though. Like I think Biden's pulling like I guess Barack did that with Hillary, right, Secretary of State. Yeah, like I think that's yeah. a little bit what the parties do. Like you, right, like yeah. you lose in the Democratic primary. We're like, gonna take care of you. They just scoop you up. Like I'm pretty sure. Uh, and it's a smart Buttigieg move. It's a smart move because it like unifies everybody. So it's like that's right. If, you're familiar with these people. Yeah. Yeah, and like, say it kind if you're of a Bernie's it. guy, and now if Biden gives Bernie a uh, position somewhere, whatever the case is, like, right? Yeah. Gonna... And it kind of unifies the party because it throws a bone to all the people that supported Buttigieg yeah, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. or Bernie, yeah. whoever these people. It are. is different with Trump though because of how wild he was during the primaries, calling everyone names and little Marco Rubio and all that shit. Like, but not but fucking right now, Kamala. What do you mean? Basically, called she out at Biden, Biden for yeah, sexual yeah, harassment. So that's yeah, the other thing that's like, interesting is like, <laughs> yeah, they asked Kamala, they're like, "Yo, do you believe Biden's accuser?" And she was like, "Yeah, yeah. I mean, not that much, you don't believe." <laughs> like I, said. I believe she's right lying. I believe she's a lying ass bitch. That's See, what I believe. I believe she's a lying. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah, what didn't, I meant. You didn't let me finish my sentence. <laughs> yeah. These sluts is out there. I'm trying to lock them up. It's not often you see everybody's price. Like you see a person's price right in front of your face. Yeah. We saw her price. Yeah. Vice presidency, uh, rape is fine. Yeah. Yo, <laughs> but what does that say about us? Like, what does that say about the average American? Because I don't think anybody was voting for Biden. It's fair to say that, right? Right. Yeah. There are very few yeah. people He's were a like, likable guy, but I'm not... I'm not passionate about Biden. Do you think it's fair to say this about that he's a decent guy? Decent. He comes decent across as decent, man. right? Yeah. yeah. And it's like, and I don't know if this is a reflection of, of like Trump being like such a wild boy that we wanted something calm, but I think there was something in Biden where it's like there was the thing where he was like kissing a retard, yeah, like yeah, yeah. father died that, or like right. that, and that she was touching and like, and I think even with like the sniffing a kid stuff, I really think that he's just this kind of grandpa. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I I don't think that he's creepy with kids. It looks creepy as fuck when you just put all the videos together. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. And it's like low key, I'm just like you don't gotta sniff my kid or whatever. Right. But I think if you know him well, you're probably going. Nah, he's just a grandpa. This guy's 80 fucking years old. Losing his mind. Yeah, (laughs) even if he's losing his mind, like, I just think, whatever, there's there's like a decency to him, Mm -hmm. right? Um, I don't know why we got on a decency trip. What was it? Uh, Kamala's price. Talking about everybody has a price. Ah, yeah, so what is the America's price? So, like, it was a rejection. So, I think a lot of this was a rejection of, of, like, or not even a rejection, like, a reflection of, like, what we actually wanted. Right. Right. And it's just like maybe we kind of wanted like a return to homeostasis. Like we could act. Yeah. Most Americans could go out there and act like, yeah, we want to fight the power. And yeah, we're tired of these establishment uh, Republicans and Democrats because Trump is real outsider. Right. With the Bushes and the Clintons and the Obamas, and all the, the deep state control and all this shit. And I think a lot of Americans had four years of the deep state mm-hmm. under quotes, not controlling shit. And they saw like the type of division that was stoked because of it. And they're like. Man, Deep State kind of lit, bro. Like, <laughs> I like what they were doing these last few hundred years, yeah. man. Yeah. I wonder if it's like finding out that America's actually like kind of fucked up in like geopolitical sense. 
You know what I mean? Like you like to believe that America's like the best, or we're like the good guys. We're always on the right side of every dispute. And then you find out and we're like bankrupting countries. Yeah, and shit. like ah, like Nicaraguan revolution and like yeah. uh, some coup d'etats here and there. You're like, oh, maybe like it's why'd not, you even tell me that? Yeah, maybe yeah. it's not perfect. And it's like that where it's like we're all super politically activated, and then as soon as we're all like have it's our hands much. in the it's politics, we're like, oh, I just want to go back to liking my Wait, grandparents. Is blue. Joey love pants my in the Matrix, buddy. Yeah. Take yeah. me to a steakhouse, buy my vote, dog. Yeah. <laughs> I'll fucking regret taking this red pill. Yeah. <laughs> we all got Fuck. red. We all got red pilled, and now we regret it. Mm-hmm. Trump is the red pill, yo. bro. And you know what we talked about but, on Patreon? Sorry, sorry. Just on that, real quick. Just on that point, is that like it is interesting? The reason Trump was able to come to power, I think, is because so many people felt like their lives were awful. Yeah. Right, and they were like, it can't get worse than where we're at right now. Mm-hmm. And I think, <laughs> judging by the votes, more people went. <laughs> I guess he can, <laughs> right? You can't deny. Don't get me wrong. Seventy million supported him. Yeah. There's no question. Yeah, it's the most votes of a sitting president ever. Yeah, but eighty-five, ninety, or something like that. I think it was 90. eighty-five million, maybe yeah. almost ninety million. We're like, nah, we're not running this shit back. Yeah, <laughs> the most popular votes ever. Most popular votes ever. Yeah. For both candidates, though, I think if Trump won, he would have had the most ever yeah, also. Yeah, he would have. You yeah. were saying before I cut you. We talked about this in the Patreon, but the thing that lost Trump the vote, because he gained pretty much everywhere else, every other demographic, but white people, I think specifically white suburban people, mm-hmm. were done. And why do you move out to the suburbs? Yeah. Stability, quiet, peace, calm, stop shaking shit up. I'm done being in a city. I just want calmness. I think four years of Trump, they were like, yo, I'm, I'm out. I think it's what it much. was is, and I wonder if, if maybe we had this conversation on, on uh, Patreon, but you know, we've been very critical of like democratic strategy, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. We've come on this podcast and we've said, these guys are fucking idiots. They can't get a yep. candidate. They can't get anything through. They can't yep. do anything. They got these four chicks, the squad out here yapping about taking millions of dollars away from people and not letting Amazon go around. Alex, you okay? Everything good over there? Oh, you look concerned. I thought we lost the card. It doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, so listen, we just had to replug everything in. I'm on yeah, edge. Okay? Democratic okay. strategy. Democratic strategy, right? So- for for what was the point I was trying to make? <laughs> <laughs> you said maybe we said this on the Patreon, but I think some of the white suburban people. Ah, uh, yeah, think- yeah. So <laughs> we talk about democratic strategists as absolutely abysmal. They can't get a decent candidate. They don't really stand for anything. What the hell is going on in the world, right? Mm-hmm. If their strategy was to make being a Trump supporter so fucking radioactive that the average suburbanite moderate, right? The person who's not that politically engaged. We're not talking about the people who are going to take down of Arizona, mm-hmm. right? We're talking about the moderate, the person in that cul-de-sac. Right. That the moderate is going, I can't take this stress. Yeah. I just want an easy life. Yep. I got tennis practice with friends. I got to whisper about my political conversations. I'm mm-hmm. not having any uh, political talks with my black friends because they think that I'm a closet Trump supporter. I'm doing, like, if that stress was too high for them, Mm-hmm. Because their life is going to be good no matter what. They're not the coal miner. Right. They're not the fracker. Yeah. Right. They're not the person who has a farming job that might be going away because we're buying, you know, soybeans or whatever the fuck from right. other countries. The moderate that voted for Trump before because of the culture war. Right. Yeah. The vote of the moderate that's doing OK. That was like, I just don't want you to tell me what words I can or can't say. Democrats, yeah. fuck you. I'm going to vote for the Trump guy. Their life got too fucking hot. And when it got too fucking hot, they were like, I can't take this shit anymore. Yeah. And that's who lost because he went up in all minorities. Yeah. All minorities were like, nah, this guy kind of popping. Yeah. I mean, he hates me. (laughs) 
but I'll take that. At least a lot of people hate me. Be <laughs> <laughs> honest about it. Nah, I don't think you think Trump hates minorities. No, no. I don't think any, Trump hates no. anybody. No. I think he does play on that to get a certain fan base. And again, I don't think every Trump supporter is racist. I don't. That's idiotic. Mm-hmm. I will say, if you're racist, you're probably not voting for Biden, Kamala. That's an interesting yeah. point. Well, so old I'm, Biden, you'd be like, that's my old guy. Biden, yo, these motherfuckers. Old Kamala, even. Like, lock them blacks up. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that uh, Richard Spencer, he, like, I don't know if it was like a publicity stunt or what the purpose of it was. Yeah. But he, like, publicly advocated for Biden. That what little did, what bitch you in 2016? just wants attention, Yeah, bro. I think he probably did that. That bitch just wants attention, <laughs> yeah. man. But all nah. these people were like, oh, no, Richard Spencer said it, so that means Biden's the real racist. I'm like, all right. <laughs> also, that could be like a that like must a, be him doing like a public. I think it was a strategy yeah. move. Also, also a strategy like make Biden look radioactive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, real talk. My take on it. I really think um, he lost the election to the infection and the divisiveness that was going on in the country. And the divisiveness like, was heightened yeah. by not the the coronavirus, but by the reaction to the virus. Having everybody at home, not able to go to work, George no Floyd distraction. Is while we're all at home, George Floyd is while we're at home. Yes. Right? We have. Literally nothing to do, so we start getting more politically active because yo, give me something to root so, for. Yeah, this virus fucked them up. But it, yeah. how interesting is it? It is. It's not the actual death toll. I don't think it is. It's the downtime. Yeah, human the beings, circumstances. The yeah. circumstances. The, the human beings. We are not built for downtime. No. We are. It's like that's why motherfuckers got to meditate, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you can't. You should be able to just sit down and relax. But that's so hard for humans that we got to go just focus on your breathing. Why? Why can't I just sit down? <laughs> because our brains will go to a million different other places. Yeah. Even sitting there and focusing on your breathing, you get distracted. Yeah. Yeah. This brain is not meant to relax. People no. spend hundreds of dollars going to a fucking retreat, a quiet With, retreat. To not talk. Yeah. So you're going to spend hundreds money thousands. to not talk, <laughs> not be entertained. I just get married. This is that easy, bro. Just get married. It's very simple. Get in one fight, you won't want to talk for the whole night. No, I'm in my head about what I would say. Close that fridge loud. See what the fuck happened <laughs> you know what I'm it's going down yeah. i'm not playing bro i've spent tens of thousands of dollars just to shut my mind off it don't work yeah nothing it keeps going this shit is dangerous yeah. yo even when you go to sleep dreaming dreaming about you all the things you shouldn't this motherfucker don't quiet down ever yo, isn't that the worst when you wake up after a stressful night of sleeping and you're like come home bro <laughs> even in my sleep <laughs> what the fuck is Dude, maybe that's why girls get upset at us. Like when we cheat on them in their dreams. Because it's like, they already got to worry about us cheating on them in <laughs> real life. <laughs> they, they don't get no respite from that at all. <laughs> Finally, after a long day of thinking about why we out there dicking down bitches, they go to sleep and what are we doing? Dicking down bitches. Oh, fuck you. Yeah. Bro, I almost got caught. I almost got caught in my dream. Cheating? I almost got oh, caught in my dream. <laughs> all right, guys, we're going to take a break for a second because I need to get y'all some food at a discount. Mm. Simple as that. Love okay. That. Let's just be honest about what these things are, all right? There's a million different apps that you can get food delivered to your uh, home with, okay? What I'm telling you is the app that's going to do it better than all these other apps, and you're going to get a little money back, okay? You get five bucks, no delivery fee. You know a lot of these places got delivery fees. Five bucks, no delivery fee when you sign up to DoorDash and you use the promo code Flagrant. This is a no-brainer, okay? You're getting the exact same restaurants that you would get anywhere else. Now you just get some money off. How could you not do that? How could you not do that? DoorDash, 
Honestly, it's going to connect you with every single restaurant that you already use and more. They do the contactless deliveries. You don't have to worry about any corona. You don't have to worry about really anything when it comes to that. It's a great app. It's easy to use, accessible, breaks up the restaurants in an easy way. I'm telling you, DoorDash is the one that you use, and you get free money. How could you not do it? Just go put it on your phone right now. When you remember the next time you're going to get some food, you go use that free money, and then you say you're welcome. Okay, so you just need DoorDash. DoorDash app, you go download it. Use the promo code FLAGRANT. You're going to get that money. Don't forget FLAGRANT. Get that $5 off. Let's get back to the show. Bro, I almost got caught. I almost got caught in my dream. Cheated? I almost got oh, caught in my dream, bro. Oh, I almost got caught in my dream. What'd you dog? say? The wrong right. name out loud? No. <laughs> you were like, Alex. Oh, no. <laughs> basically. Hey, that was off the pot. Yeah. <laughs> so we might, I don't know. I might have to massage this part Go. of how I say it. But basically, Go. I woke up and the dream was weird because I dreamed that I was with someone else, but I cheated on my wife with my current wife. So you were well, married to someone else, yeah. but you cheated on them with, with your wife. With my girl, yeah. And That's so, the gayest son, this shit. Up. It's my dream. It's my dream, He's trying to get brownie points. Y'all fight, bro? Y'all like, the fight? It's, it's my, my dream. dream. You listen to the podcast? It's my dream. So this is what's fucked up, I just hit the table no the light now. ghetto-ass situation we got over here. This is the fucked up part is I woke up. I told her that. I was like, isn't that a weird dream? She goes, oh, yeah, it is weird. Did you like it? Like, was it hot? I was like, <sighs> wait, was what part hot? She didn't hot. So I was like, so she's basically trying to be like, oh, you set up either way. You can't answer that. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, so that's I a got got. Right she was like, all right, so like if I say yes, then cheating's hot, and if I say no, then being she's with not. her wasn't hot. Yeah. 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 So Ooh. I just went back to sleep. <laughs> I tried to resume. That's the right that way dream. to do it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm still sleeping now. Good night. <laughs> yeah. I'm sleepwalking. I don't know. Yeah, what you gotta happened. be like, yo, I just. Hold on, you I woke just... your girl up to talk about no. cheating in the night. <laughs> <laughs> That's a wild one. Yo, wake up! I had a bad dream. Hey, babe. <laughs> babe. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I've never woken her up. That's the thing. I don't know if she sleeps because she's just always awake. You remember when my girl said that shit to me? Hey, wake up and help me sleep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy ass trick. Bro, she said some crazy shit to me this week. Bro, we're talking about like we were watching this some like chess movie on Netflix, a new series. Some chick is good at Queen's chess. Queen's Gambit. Queen's, you seen that shit? No, bro. Absolutely what? not. What? This fucking nerd over here. This fucking nerd. So, 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 so. I, first of all, I, you know what's fucked up? I was going to give y'all the alley-oop later to do it, right? I was going to give you guys the alley-oop to do it later. Y'all really Yo, fucked up your opportunity. Tell them how, how much of a dork no, 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 no. he is. Here's the thing. I know this. I can't even allow it to happen. Makes me so happy. This is how upset I am. Listen, man. Makes me so happy, we're, we're, we're doing here, this bro. shit the other day. How bad you lost that chest This is really good. This bro, is really good. On, just calm down, we're bro. Doing this Don't shit pull out a lightsaber on <laughs> right? us right now, okay. bro. Please. <laughs> we're doing this shit the other day, right? I'm here, y'all. I got you. I'm here. And I'm like, yeah, you drop your retainers, though. Wait, We got to stop the podcast. Hold this on. fucking nerd over here, bro. So, so I was going to give them the perfect opportunity to do this game. I think they found it anyway. They didn't find it anyway, but they don't realize. Like I had this shit set up a day in advance. Like, I had tweeted yesterday about the Avengers, 
the how like the timeline don't make any sense in Avengers. And I'm starting out this like Avengers conversation, and I'm about to have that conversation on the pod, <laughs> right? Which is the alley oop for them to just hammer me for this like nerd shit. Like Mark wasn't allowed to watch movies when he was younger, right? <laughs> right? So like we make fun of him all the time for not watching movies. So he's tried to create a way where he could make us look like nerds for watching movies. So right. we we're talking about Batman, and like he's just sitting there like an idiot because he doesn't know what Batman is. He doesn't know clue what any of these are. And he goes, "You got a fucking dorks look at you like that." <laughs> and it's way funnier to to <laughs> know really about funny. Batman. It's so funny. That's and, really funny. And it's so funny. And then somehow. When all of us are into Marvel movies, I just became the one that's into it. Yep. Right? Al is like, yeah, yeah, what are you watching Marvel <laughs> for? Comics and shit. He's Al said he watches fucking Marvel three once a week. Yeah, you say you watch Endgame or some shit. jump shit real quick. You yeah. jump yeah. Kamala on that shit. <laughs> He's a racist. <laughs> He's a dweeb. Look at that fucking nerd over there. Hiding his comic books in his, his Netflix cube. Oh, shit. <laughs> Fucking loser. <laughs> so, but y'all jump too fucking quick, man. Oh, nah, we're breaking back. Don't worry. Anyway, Queen's yeah. Gambit. Did y'all watch Queen's? You watch no, it? No, I did not. Anyway, no. we started watching I, this it's shit. It's probably with... on my schedule of things to do. You gotta watch I it. I have to do when I get home. It looked pretty good. It's probably a homework assignment I got. <laughs> so, you got, so we go and watch this. We start watching this thing, and the girl's a redhead, right? Yeah. And my girl started telling me how about she was in some other movie, and mm. then she was blonde, and she was like way prettier and all. And I was like, "Yo, be honest. If we we knew we were gonna have a redheaded kid, would you abort it?" <laughs> right? <laughs> just joking, right? I'm joking. Listen, gingers, guys, that's crazy. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Is that why? Al? Is that why you got these redheaded chicks pregnant? <laughs> Son. You got these little Blake Griffins walking around? Oh, I'm fucking ass motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, here, scooping out Sansa Starks for the last fucking five years of his life. <laughs> anyway, so we're in there. And I'm like, nah, I'm just joking. Obviously, you don't do that. And redheads, don't be all fucking upset about this. And go back in your fucking caves, you little monsters. <laughs> so we would... Uh, sunless caves. <laughs> <laughs> the only places they can yeah. exist. So, Yo, that's why it's sunless, bro. Mm -hmm. You abort all of them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no suns. You know what I mean? It's okay. Fucking Come nerd. This <laughs> fucking dork. Can't even make an abortion right? joke. Can't even make an abortion joke. Gotta appreciate comedy, dude. I'll be laughing at everything, y'all. That's what I do. I'm a laugh. Look, so look. Don't let anybody shame you for joy, bro. Motherfuckers <laughs> 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 out here shaming people for joy. Stop having so much fun. So, um... So listen, so we're talking about that. We're like, no, no, nah, nah, we'd obviously never do that, whatever. And then she goes like this to me. She says this to me, right? She goes like, if we had a daughter, like, how how would you feel about her getting a nose job? Oh, <laughs> right? oh whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> uh, why you impersonate the Jewish guy, the Borat, when you did that? Why you say, whoa, 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 why you say that? Like, I didn't pick up on Yo, it. that's fucked up. Me too, bro. How you hate Muslims and Jews, bro? No, I don't. No, come I just, on, dude. I just Which side are you on? I love Sasha Baron Cohen, bro. Best yeah. comic in the 20th century. Anyway, <laughs> so, so look, right? So he goes, <laughs> yeah, wild. Yo, so, so at first, <laughs> I know. No, right? At first, I'm going on long with it. I'm like, I'm like, nah. I, I mean, like, you know, we got to make sure our daughters love ourselves and like she got to love herself no matter what. You know what I mean? And like if after she loves herself and I'm like, are you saying that my nose is going to come out of that 
fucking daughter. God don't do that. That being said, when the head does crown, I'm gonna be looking for that nose to fill up like a parachute just when it pops out of that pussy. Like an umbrella. <laughs> exactly. Bro, you gotta be careful, dude. That shit's gonna be like the fucking Titanic going through some icebergs and shit. So just cutting away. Just split it open. Yeah, bro. So I'm like, part of me, it's a real question. I gotta consider. Cause obviously when we pick our significant others, like I'm sizing my girl up. You know what I mean? I'm seeing her work out and stuff like that. I'm seeing her athletic ability, her balance and shit. And I'm just like, all right, we can create a nice little two guard yeah. out of us. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? D- yeah. D- we, got, we, got a, we got at least point guard, maybe two guard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Feed it right. Maybe we get into the three. Yeah. She's got great posture. You know my, what I mean? Good ball good. handling abilities. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we might be all right. Wow, boys. <laughs> nah, but my she kid. looking at me like we about to have a pterodactyl as a kid <laughs> and she wants to chop off the nose. <laughs> they got the wings crazy. clipped. <laughs> they got to clip the wings. That's probably. a little crazy. Is that crazy though? Or I'm surprised you ain't go over the top though. Nah, I didn't. <laughs> nah, you I did. did when I, I was know you really did. ain't go over I the top. I haven't spent enough time with her last few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't in a position of power, guys. I just had to go with that. Right. <laughs> I just tucked myself into my nose like a fucking North Face toe pocket. Like armadillo yourself. <laughs> but in all seriousness, would you allow your kid to get plastic surgery? I started to have, I started to really consider this thought. Like with with the braces, like while they're young, or what do you mean? What are you talking about braces, <laughs> Mark? Like braces are basically plastic surgery. You just make your teeth a little nicer, and while it's you're not doing surgical, that, surgical though. Come on, I don't think bro. you understand what surgery is, bro. What is surgery? What if you get your back fixed? If you have like, uh, yeah, they make an incision in your spine, and then they like go invasively, and they yeah. do some shit. And when I you take out teeth, you got to make an incision. You don't always take you don't out take teeth. Out I, teeth sometimes, bro. I'm talking like braces. It's just cosmetic, so you go in. I know with the braces, braces is the best argument for it, and then you but, go in and get the nose done while but you're doing it. You know it. the difference between the two. Yeah, so, that's my point. Like while you're getting the braces done, get the nose done too. Yeah. My feeling is this. I think as a girl, there's two ways to look at it. I don't think I'd be cool with a guy, my son, getting any sort of plastic surgery. Uh, I know where you're going, and I like this. Go ahead. <laughs> go, wait, I think, are we on the same page? I think so. Okay. <clears throat> I wouldn't want my daughter getting plastic surgery because anything that she was going to change to make her life more convenient, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like being beautiful is a convenience in life, right? So if I can make your life more convenient, sure. But I don't want to set up a system where you think that your body is wrong. Yeah. If you embrace yourself, you love yourself, you can joke around about all these things, and then you get a nose job, and then all of a sudden it's like you're next level, and life is more convenient for you, go for it. Mm-hmm. If we have the technology, you should be allowed to like exist, and I guess in money, you'd be allowed to exist in whatever form is most convenient, right? Um, but dude, no. I want you to be inspired to like succeed i don't want you to get by on your looks as like a dude also like dudes with small noses i think are gay as fuck <laughs> i honestly think oh a, yeah i honestly think yo real talk <laughs> you would yo. figure out why i was like what an odd opinion to have i started thinking about this it. like a dude with a little button nose probably gay bro a little nose name one great man with a little nose bro every president big nose Every great leader in the world, big nose. I don't know anyone with a little nose. I just take know normal noses bill, take and yours. Take out a five, <laughs> take out a ten, take out a twenty, okay? Reason they didn't put Harry Tubman on bill because that nose ain't big enough. <laughs> What's a dude with a little nose? Though? Exactly. Yeah. You don't even remember them. Yeah, but You don't remember them. regular noses and then big noses. Exa- big nose. You need that big nose energy. 
<laughs> you need that big nose energy, bro. You For probably real. got a lot of energy because every inhale yeah. is just so much <laughs> exactly. oxygen. Exactly. You got to yeah. take the oxygen out the room. Yeah, when I walk baby. in a room, ain't, ain't a lot of oxygen Took in Took my breath away, bro. Real talk. Yeah. I, that's what I do. I like that's how you try to, to rebrand big noses so to a good they thing. They've been branded like, like this. I like it. I Let like me ask it. you a question. Can you do like that? Check this out. Check this out. I do like this. The Greeks did this with dicks, right? They had these little ass dicks, right? And then all of a sudden they were like, big dicks are whack. And that's why they started cutting dicks off of statues, all that kind of shit, right? They never did that with noses. They never I did that they, with noses. Didn't they so cut they off their right noses? In the... Yo, do you think Moses' real name was <laughs> they Noses? Cut noses in the things and shit like <laughs> that. Do you think Moses? <laughs> Moses' real name might have been Noses, bro. Real talk. Think about that. Him out there just sniffing the homeland in the desert for forty years. <laughs> hey, they are the chosen people. Yeah. They are the and nosing what did God ones. God choose to give them the, the nosing, nosing ones, bro. bro. <laughs> the nosing They're the people. nosing ones. <laughs> The nosing people. The nosing people. Yeah. And there's actually nose discrimination, like Al brought up. Mm-hmm. Is that they go up to all these statues and chip away the nose. Yeah. They don't chip away the nose. The Sphinx? In ancient Egypt. Mm-mm. What happened to it? Sphinx was a lion. Bruh, it's got a, it's uh, got a human face. It's got a nose face. Nah, dog. It was a lion. <laughs> nah, but Napoleon did that shit, right? Because he was insecure <laughs> about his big just, ass nose. You can't just leave it like that. It's it a wasn't. lion, bro. I don't know what else to tell you. If you guys don't know the history, you don't know history. <laughs> so. It's a lion, bro. That was Napoleon that his soldier shot that shit off, though, right? Napoleon probably did that. Yeah. Because he had the big-ass nose. Because he had, he had a big-ass nose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's about the same size, too. Yeah. Al, you don't got small nostrils, bro. Son. No, you you got some big. You, you can't. You can't talk about black noses. Napple bottles. You can't talk about black noses, dude. You could put. <laughs> you can't talk about black noses. Your fucking nostrils. Oh, you bro. said I have a wide nose. Is that you what do you said? Actually, kind of have a wide oh. nose. Listen, big noses oh. can talk about big noses, bro. That's what it is, dog. <laughs> That's what it is, bro. You, you got some nosy. You call him the N word, wow. bro. Did you just literally? Wow, you call me the N word. Don't breathe out your nose, bro. Look at them <laughs> nostrils. Talk real talk. <laughs> literally, look at them fucking not. Is that how you get knives in the club? <laughs> oh man, this dork's mad that he got a big <laughs> no, nose. Now you want everybody to have a big nose. What club is he talking about? The fucking the chess club. Remember during filming the other day, right? During filming, this how big the front of Mark's head is. During filming the other day, this guy bumped into some shit, moved a whole fucking light halfway across the room. There are twenty people in the room watching him slam his head into this thing. This guy didn't realize for three minutes that he moved. The whole shit. Literally, I had to. T- I had to tell him take off his hat. I said, take off your hat because you're not gonna feel it enough. Do you remember Bro. you did that? We can't. You know, we can't. B- big head energy, dog. Send big head energy. Imagine the amount of Vaseline they got. All his knowledge. I guess so, bro. Read less. Imagine the amount of Vaseline they got to use on his forehead if he boxed. Say. <laughs> <laughs> Just dump that shit out. Before the fight, they just like, oh, fuck. And you know? <laughs> you're taking that painted shit you do on the walls <laughs> and rolling. They just roll on gasoline. <laughs> Bro, it's like a fucking swirly, dude. They just dunk your head in, pull you out. All right, get in there, champ. <laughs> Bob a weave, baby. It's a big target. All right. Son, we need to have bangs for you, bro. Oh, yeah. We need to cut your hair and have bangs, dude. You, you think I can bounce it out? Shit. Yeah, man. I guess Zoe Deschanel. I don't know, dog. <laughs> Stop nah, because you don't have a big forehead. It just comes forward a lot. <laughs> yeah. It's protruding. Yeah, a protruding forehead. Yeah, yeah protruding. it's like an awning a little. Yeah, you got a little awning. <laughs> <laughs> I look like a bodega in fucking Casablanca or some shit. <laughs> I look like Aladdin could fall through me and be safe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, real talk. <laughs> 
All right. Does everybody feel worse about themselves? Let's keep it moving. Um, Okay. So what else we got today, guys? What else Uh, is going on? R.I.P. Alex Trebek, the GOAT. Yo, why was that so sad? I I was like low-key emotional, man. There was this Indian dude that was on Jeopardy. (laughs) I, I posted this video. This Indian dude's on Jeopardy, and he's Why like, you "Yo, laughing at Yo, because his reaction." I've watched him watch the video. That shit got me choked and up. He was bro. trying to play it off like he wasn't feeling. It. Seriously, Let me watch man. This, I, I had a different reaction. Let me oh, see if I'm missing something. <laughs> I saw it with no sound. Let me see. I guy just hates any other Indian on TV. This time, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fuck that, yo. Who books Jeopardy? Who books this thing? It's a fucking bullshit show. Fuck that, yo. Hey, that's my credit. <laughs> oh, they're all Indian. Yo, where's smiling. Trump when you need him, bro? Know. <laughs> Make, Make Jeopardy great again. <laughs> the right one? No? What it is, we love you, Alex. That's very kind. Thank Can you. Can we turn that volumen up a little, Doug? Costs you $19.95. That's not the one, dude. That's the one. That's not the one. That's the one I saw. It's the one that's Nah, bro. Groove, you're smiling. This is not like the that. one, dog. Let's take a look at your response. Did you come up with the right one? No? What it is, we love you, Alex. That's very kind. Thank you. <laughs> Cost you $19.95. You're left with a five bucks. Okay. Damn, he got choke, choked up. Alex's like reaction made me a little emotional, but what bothered me is this Indian That's not it, though. Like, That's not it. This Can Indian we get the right like video? The answer. Can we get the right video? Yeah, he's getting fake news right now, and he's not happy. What? <laughs> That's not the video. So that's not what made me sad. <laughs> I did get sad at that one when I initially watched no, it like you gotta a go year to, ago. You got to go. <laughs> you this gotta, is it right here. You got to go to his Twitter. Well... Okay, let me see. You know, here's a true story, man. Oh, this was good. I learned English because of you. And so my grandfather, who who raised me, I'm going to get tears right now. I used to sit on his lap and watch you every day. So it's a pretty special moment for me, man. Thank you very much. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That one got me. That one was good. Yo, Andrew's watching this thing yesterday. I hear the audio. I'm like, oh, man, that's kind of sad. And then he, like, pretends to not be, like, kind of crying a little bit. He just looks up. He's like... Man, that's, that's really sad, dude. Fuck. <laughs> like, he was like mad about it. It's like, fuck, dude. Man, yeah, nah, it's really fucked up. I've been touching my emotions, bro. I let them tears out, dude. I'm a crier, my guy. Yeah, bro. Crying's beautiful, man. <laughs> I don't know why I'm so sad about that shit. There's something about that guy. He's just pure. He's an icon. He's pure. He's yeah. calming. It was something about his presence that was so calming. And yeah. that, he was just a guy that was there. It's like you lost a piece of your childhood a little bit. Even if you didn't watch the show, you knew it was on. You knew who was hosting. Yep. You knew he was mad calming. He seemed like a sweet there. guy. Always there. He did that for like 30-something years, 36 years. Yeah. Yeah, he's not like Imagine some Mr. Rogers like shit. killing that one thing for thir- like that long a period of time. And like everybody respects you for it. Like it's a dope feeling. Yo, you know who should take his place? Hit it. Hit it. Mark, because he's full of useless information, too. You know what I mean? <laughs> but by the end, I was happy. That is the idea, right? I would die and everyone happy. You can literally do that shit, Mark. <laughs> Real talk. Yo, me and all my Indians hanging out? Yeah. That'd be sick. That'd be a great hey, time. Hey, 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 chill, chill, chill. Our information is useful. <laughs> Bro, all these Indians love Alex Trebek. So, that's they what really bothered me about this kid is you wrong. Don't try to act like, hey, let me get some sympathy points when you wrong. You lost, motherfucker. That's a bug. Don't act back. like I didn't notice that you lost, Indian. This but, guy doing it at the after the intermission, it's anybody's game. Yeah, he having a real moment. This motherfucker trying to cover for the fact they lost a stupid ass yeah, bow tie. Threw a question away, could have got it right. Didn't even he was try. Like a zany local newscaster, get out of here. <laughs> he he knew that he was never gonna win. He knew right? he wasn't gonna win. So uh, hey, let me get some some points off of it. Fuck you. He <laughs> lost, yo. This guy real. 
this crying ass Indian about uh, his grandfather? Mm. That's a real story. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, you harsh, bro. Words, I don't like this shit. I paid that, 1995 to you know say why? he loved Alex Trebek. Yeah. I've been watching Jeopardy the last couple weeks. Yeah. I don't know why. Had been. It's on Netflix. <laughs> yeah. I'm a dork. On Netflix? Yeah, I got You, you know. chose to stream it? <laughs> yeah, I've been, I've been streaming it, yo. Binging. It's crazy. Yo, watch the chess gambit or whatever that show is. What is it called? Deep Blue Ginger versus Kasparov. Chess. Ginger yeah. chess. I, just, I don't, yeah. don't want to see women winning on Netflix. You know what I mean? I does she nothing. win? I'm sure she Spoiler. does. Spoiler. I don't know. She's in a dungeon with this old guy. That's the part I got up to. And I started beating mine. <laughs> I remember the days when this used to be a podcast where we talked about sports and like man shit. Yeah. Now we got two fucking dorks over here. Don't watch it. Like, come on, son. <laughs> God, I'm Yo. gay now. <laughs> like, yeah, go home and watch. Oh, let's re- talk about the Bachelorette, re- please. Reruns uh, of Jeopardy. Yo, Al, 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 Al. Are you ow. watching reruns just so you can get the questions right? Because you ain't gonna write the first time. Yo, low key, I haven't gotten that far yet, but I'm excited to. <laughs> I'm excited to know some answers. Yeah, you're not going to take this bullying from Al, bro. Why is that? I don't know yet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to figure it out. I, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to figure what angle I'm about to go in on. I, but I'm not, Ooh, I'm not sure yet. I see two nuclear keys. Shut up, Mark. Ooh, two nuclear keys, keys, Shut baby. your mouth. He's about to turn the Shut nukes on. Oh, yeah, Mark. no nukes is coming the out, The nukes is coming maybe for both of you. I was about to gas you up. No, you're not gassing nothing up. Okay, you sit right the fuck there. 90s Al, y'all, that's what he does. He bullies. That's yeah, right. Fucking keys in the ignition, baby. <laughs> this is crazy, son. <laughs> He's nervous. fucking coming. It's cooking up. Incoming, it's baby. coming up. In ten. Son. <laughs> Nine. Yo. Eight. Yeah. Can we talk about the real Ben Carson? Got no. Who's time? the real Ben Carson? No. The one that, that guy I that you know? got wrong. Herman Cain. That guy, the guy that got dead. So now the real Ben Carson got it. What do you mean? He got Corona. No, he didn't. Yeah, yeah, he did. yeah. Ben Carson got. They corona. tried to take out the, the whole Trump staff. Two percent of black people yeah, they in the got Trump staff. Tom, whatever the motherfucker's name is, head of staff. Fat ass Chris Christie got the. He survived, but. Oh, did you all see the uh, what's it called, uh, Chappelle thing? All right, guys, let's take a break right now because we need to save you some money. And as always, the Indian is the guy to do it. One easy way to save money, home and auto insurance. It's super confusing to shop on your own. Luckily, we got Policy Genius with us. They make it easy. They combine every technology, money marketplace you can get into, and they save their customers an average of $1,000 per year by reshopping their rates. First, you just go to policygenius.com, answer a few quick questions, quick-ass survey, and it's done. And then Policy Genius will do the rest. They compare rates from over 30 top insurers, progressive, nationwide, everybody. And then licensed experts look at all the ways to maximize your savings. They could bundle things. They could do whatever they need to do, find you a better rate than what you're paying, and you will save money. They have a five-star rating across over 1,600 reviews on Trustpilot, on Google. So if you're a homeowner, go to policygenius.com right now. Get started. They save their customers an average of $1,000 per year. Why wouldn't you make that one of you? Policy Genius, when it comes to insurance, you got to get it right. And, guys, we got some show announcements. I am at Atlantic City Comedy Club this Thursday, November 12th. People are already buying tickets. I'm getting the screenshots. But if you buy now and use the promo code FLAGRANT, you get 20% off your purchase. You're welcome. Obviously, I'm going to save you guys money because I love you. On top of that, I'm going to be at the Comedy Connection in Providence, Rhode Island, December 12th and 13th. I know we were getting some messages that the ticket link isn't live. I'm on their ass. It should be live by the time this episode is up. So, guys, go to AkashSingh.com. Ticket links will be there. Bring your ass to the show. Now, let's get back to the show. Oh, did you all see the, uh, what's it called, uh, Chappelle thing? Yes, I did. What'd you oh, think? We can talk about that. I just saw clips. <sighs> you know what the most interesting part was? I tweeted this. That's rough. When you go, when it starts with a exhale. 
It was good. It wasn't. I mean, it's Chappelle, <laughs> so he's on a different level, and it's it was fine. But for keep Chappelle, it a buck, it was, it was fine. It was Al. fine. It's not what Chappelle normally does. Yeah, I l- left watching it, and I'm like, the goat trophy is up for grabs. Really? Yeah. yeah. He's not into but comedy by his own anymore. choice. Yes. I will say oh, that he's not into comedy anymore. Probably. Like he's not trying to do. And he even said there's a line where he like nah, resents the that fact that to say what he wants to say, he has to put a punchline at the end. You remember that? Yes. I feel like he resents. Like I'm the fucking smartest person in here. I'm the best speaker. Like you said, maybe the best public speaker in American history. Yeah. And to get you fucking morons to listen, a storyteller. Yeah. Yeah. I have to put a punchline at the end of everything to hold your attention. It's actually not true, though. Because he didn't have any punchlines in the thing that he put on YouTube. And I think that was the first step of, like, I'm yeah. kind of done with this thing. But I've been saying this about Chappelle for years, though. That, like, I think that he has, like, ascended past stand-up. Mm-hmm. Like, you can just talk. Like, you're smart enough where you can just talk. And we will listen. And he's so profound. Like, I was watching little uh, clips from the episode of, like, uh, David Letterman that he did. Yeah, uh, his new yet. show, whatever like yeah. that, oh, yeah. and uh, he's just such an engaging speaker. Like even his joke about uh, Chris Christie getting it was said. It was something common. I'm, you know, I'm sure we joked around on the pod about it, but like he can get all the juice about out of yeah. the orange. Like yeah. he can say what, even if he has a generic joke, he will get the most juice out of that joke. Yeah. It's like Freddie Mercury getting AIDS in the '70s or whatever. We all knew how he got it. Isn't Keep that what going. he said? He was yeah. just like, he has all the, like, nobody looked at Freddie Mercury getting AIDS and was like, oh, I wonder how well, that well, happened. surprised. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, he had a fucking, what was the punchline wait, about? Was that a, I thought you were saying that's what Chappelle is like. No, that's what Chappelle no, that's said what about. Chappelle said. Oh, <laughs> I was only, I only saw the part about the fixins. He goes, yeah, he that's everything fixins. Corona eats. Yeah. Yeah. He got all the fixins. Yeah. Right. Like, this is just, so he's so skilled. He's so brilliant. And he's so skilled. But I think he is transcending the art. Yeah. In in and I also think and it may be where he feels like his importance lies. Like maybe he feels like I can make an effect on this world better if I'm not hindered by having to do punchlines. Mm. Selfishly, I wish he wouldn't. Selfishly, I, I want, want him the in the game. Lines. Selfishly, I want the best guy in the game. Maybe if I'm in the game, maybe that's what I feel. Yeah. Selfishly, like, like, I want that. I'm disappointed that he's just not like. Yeah, I want you flamethrower, yeah. yeah, yeah, special yeah. after special. Like when I see Burr. Do that shit on SNL, and I'm hungry for the next special. I'm like, yo, where's the bar at, bro? Yeah. Where the fuck is the bar at? Because if if Chappelle is doing Chappelle-esque like, like talks that are brilliant but also have a couple punchlines, as brilliant as they are, I'm like, I'm, I'm not competing with that stand-up-wise. That's not the thing that makes me – because I don't want to do that at this point in my life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I know how great Chappelle is at that. So it's just like selfishly, I want him to be in the game. But there's part of me that goes, all right, maybe you've maybe yeah. you've gone past it. Go. You know who he is? He's Andre 3K for comedy. Ooh. Andre 3000. Nah, when, when Andre raps, <clears throat> is different. It's like yeah. you listen to it. It almost got boring for him. He's so fucking nice. Like even just that little thing on the fucking John Legend song, Green Light or whatever, bodies out. He had the Sorry song with a T.I., bodies out. And he just barely raps because he's like, I even think he said like, this shit ain't for me. I'm good. Like, it's too easy for I me. I would say he's more like Jay-Z because he's still active. He's just doing something different. Like Jay Z's still active. Like he'll still give you an album like Four Four Four, but it just doesn't sound like any of the music that any of the younger artists are making. Like he's just elevated to a point where it's like, oh hey, my topic matter is gonna be different, mm, and my beats also, are gonna yeah. be different. Yeah, and mm. I don't give a fuck, and you're gonna respect it, and it's gonna be a great. Yeah, project. It's, I think so similar. I think he's like elevated to. He's like in the God category. It's like you cannot deny 
his that's, brilliance, yeah, that's, but he's yeah, that's not really competing with the with ones that. who are still in the game. I hear, I hear what Akash is saying in terms of like skill level, skill level, yeah, and. <clears throat> but I also understand where you are in terms of like subject matter and status. He's already got yeah. status, yeah, so like yeah. I don't need to do what you do. Y'all are trying to get where I am. Yeah. I'm past that. He's off that. Yeah, He's that, a Jay Z. Another Jay Z reference. That is another thing that like uh, a lot of comics will be critical of him for not being uh, as jokey yeah. with the stuff that he's talking about. He has earned that patience. Yes. Mm. There's not a lot of comics that can demand that patience from an audience. Yeah. There's very few comments mm-hmm. that can just be up there for two minutes telling a story, and then you are hanging on every single word. Mm-hmm. And that takes 20, 30 years of delivering super fast, if you want, slow, but no matter what, there's going to be delivery. Him here. and Pryor are the only two I can think of that could do that. And he even comes out, and this is something you don't see comics do, he comes out and says, I'm nervous. Believe it or not, I am nervous, even though you can't see it out here. Comics don't do that shit. Yeah. Comics don't come out and say, hey, I'm nervous right now, and then get into their set. Because you're like, oh, the audience is going to lose faith in me. Chappelle, we're all like, yeah, but you're still going to deliver. You can be nervous, and you can still deliver, because I know you. You're right. Chappelle. Yeah. I wonder if he's just in like the Carlin phase of his career, though. Like the late Carlin phase. Where like, If you look at Carlin's early <clears throat> stuff, it's like all jokes, silly observations. And then it transcends into really serious pointed takes with like punchlines every now and again. I remember, it's funny you say that about Carlin. We got pictures of Carlin up here in the studio, certain places, I think. We have some Carlin around here? You might need a Carlin. Yeah, his book's up there. Oh, brain book, brain drop. Brain drop. Yeah. Um, I'm curious what the new generation of kids that get into stand-up comedy think of this evolved version of Chappelle. I think it helps his legacy. I think it helps his legacy amongst us, but I don't think it helps it amongst the new generation. And I say that because I found Carlin after he had evolved into the final stage of Carlin. Mm -hmm. And I didn't think he was funny. Yeah, me neither. I was just like, this this old guy is passionate and like angry about shit, but I'm going into it with the expectation of humor. Yeah, and And he was cynical. Yeah, he was just cynical. He wasn't dropping any bombs, but I heard the audience laughing. Mm. And then that cognitive distance that I was experiencing made me feel uncomfortable watching. So I was never like ranking him super high. And then as I got into stand-up and I started to go back to old Carlin, I started to like see him evolve into this thinker. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's why they're laughing. Yeah. Because they have years of Carlin with him. It's like your best friend telling you a story mm-hmm. about like, you know, going to Krispy Kreme or some shit like that. You, everything that your best friend has experienced in his life gets carried into that story. So you're dying at certain parts that might not have punchlines because it's Craig. Yeah. yeah, it's Craig and Krispy Kreme. Yeah. How funny would it be if that person said that to Craig? Yeah, it's almost our relationship with Larry David. Like when Larry starts the awkward interaction with the person in an episode, yeah. we start laughing because we're like, "Oh, here Larry go." Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean. Here he yeah. go. This yeah. is gonna be a thing. It's yeah. gonna the first be time issue. though. You're like, it's just a weird, awkward old guy. Like, what's the deal? You got to win that trust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, so, Mike, Mike, I'm curious if the new generation of kids that just see this version of Chappelle are going to go, oh, why does everybody think he's so funny? And then my only pushback on my own point is, Carlin didn't live in the internet age. That's what I was just about to yeah. say. What just dropped on Netflix? Chappelle Show. Chappelle Show. So all these young kids are going to go, wait, maybe who are just finding out about Chappelle, maybe are seeing later specials, and they're like, everybody says he's the GOAT, but I don't know, it's, it's whatever. Now they go on Netflix and they see Chappelle Show. Now they go on YouTube and they start looking at past sketches and they start looking at killing, killing them softly. Yeah. They start looking at, what was the other one? 
Um, fuck, what's for what it's worth? For what it's worth. And they're like, oh, that's how you get from here to here. Yeah. And I wonder if they rewatch the newer Chappelle and they start going, oh, I see why everybody's laughing. Yeah. yeah. One thing I was confused about, um, he mentions that he doesn't make any money off of Chappelle's show being on all these streaming services, but then he encouraged everybody to go watch the Chappelle show on Netflix. I think he makes money by being famous. He's in a legacy play, I think. Like, yeah. I don't know if this is a if this is just like naturally occurring or if this is an actual intentional play on his part. But I think he's pushing for legacy now. I oh, think he because okay. he I seemed agree. bitter about it. Yeah, I think that like I think he is bitter about it. I think a lot of times when you do a show with Viacom, yeah, you it's like a, a buyout. The show, I think anything yeah, like yeah, MTV yeah. or any of that kind of yeah. stuff is yeah. like they just go, "This is ours." I think that's what happened with Nick yeah. Cannon while and out. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. Like he didn't own the IP, and, of, and that's of why the he had show. to leave. Probably boom, partially. Exactly right. So it's like. I think with, I think with Chappelle, he's not going to get a piece of that, but he understands the significance of that. Mm. And you know, it's almost in a similar play to like Chappelle don't have like or doesn't need it, but he also doesn't have like YouTube and stuff like us, right? Like we can just put clips or whatever we want on YouTube, and they can exist forever, and that can be our library. That's you don't have that, and he doesn't have the rights to post them. Mm. So low key, he needs them shits to exist out there. Yeah, oh and gosh. it's also a reminder to the young kids, yo, this is what this is what I'm about. This is what I did. Yeah. You watching SNL, you might not like it. His last line on the SNL monologue is, thank you very much, good night. Yo, I saw you tweet that. I thought that was so great. Bro, that's say, like... Say your old tweet on it. Dave Chappelle ends his monologue with, yo, thank you guys, good night, because he knows none of us are going to watch a single sketch. He knows we wanted to watch him, and we're done. Yeah. Get the fuck out of <laughs> And I watch sketches, sketches just because of Chappelle's show. He's in one sketch, he's the only funny part, and then it's yo, over. thank you, good so. night, is but he funny, knew. Bro, he knew. To say good night so at the beginning wild. of the show. <laughs> I didn't even peep that. Yo, Pete, watch again. Good night. Drop the mic. That's a great point. It was edgy. What's that? Well, one, his monologue. He said the N-word multiple times. He said the N-word multiple times. He cursed even a couple times. Might shit or something? Yeah. And he's smoking. I'm sure every fucking fire marshal was like going, having an anxiety attack. Like he's smoking indoors. All these people around him wearing masks. Yeah, I know. During Corona. That was just like. I'm convinced he just smokes as a fuck you. I think, I, I think so. I think like the smoking to show his power. I think it's uh, maybe powerful, but it's also a device. Like any bit of distraction is helpful in stand up, and any bit of like attention grabbing is helpful. Mm-hmm. Like I remember when I was in Atlanta, and like I smoked a little like joint on stage, and then they told me to cut that shit out immediately. Yeah. <laughs> Because I didn't have the clout. Right. Yeah, Chappelle yet. Uh, you gotta so have the clout to have the clout. You gotta have the clout yeah, to have the yeah, clout. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, but. I, I remember like just I always pay attention to the audience how they react to things I remember I could kind of like just like stay in moments with that yeah anytime you take a drag of a cigarette nobody's bored they're watching the embers mm. they're watching the smoke come out and you get to build this kind of tension and some comics will use like a glass of like whiskey or something for it there's that like uh, Ron White from, Ron White mm. is really good at that and all of a sudden these things become I don't want to call them props but they become like distraction devices that allow you to kind of like build tension and like stay in those moments. And every moment that you can keep an audience's attention and their um, intrigue for the punchline without delivering the punchline gives you exponential return. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's like watching him like pontificate on something 
We yeah. smoke. I'm I always, think you're right, but this time what's interesting is he starts with a cigarette, puts it in the ashtray, doesn't go back to the rest of the monologue. I saw him go oh. back and take it and then, then yeah, puff. I, I didn't. Did. Uh, maybe I I, did or maybe I'm an asshole. Yeah. I didn't think he went back and puffed. But I've I've always thought this though that like cigarettes and cigars and any type of like smoking apparatus is like is like phones before phones. Mm. Like everyone's hanging out and talking, and you wanted like a distraction to look at when no one's talking. You want a thing to do so it's not awkward. Yeah. So like hanging out at like a cigar bar and everyone's like talking, and all of a sudden there's a lull. It's Let's like, take oh, there's, a puff. there's no lull. We're puffing. Yeah. And then you're kind of thinking, oh, what else do I want to say? And then you bring it back up. Low key, mm. being outside or being at venue, like anytime we went to a place where you could actually smoke inside, if you're not talking to anybody, but you're smoking a cigarette, you're, you're supposed to be there. Yeah, you're still active. <laughs> if you're by yourself in a bar, not smoking a cigarette, by yourself in a bar drinking could be looked at as weird. Mm. By yourself in a bar smoking a cigarette, oh, he's waiting for someone. Wow. Yeah. Oh, he's just watching the game. Mm. That's a great point. Right? Like it just yeah. seems so normalized for whatever reason. Yeah, maybe that's the, the the allure on some level of like hookah too. Hmm. It's like you're just sitting around, you're smoking. Oh. What are we doing? Just sitting around? Yeah, yeah but we're smoking hookah. You need something oh. for the pauses in conversation. Exactly, yeah. and it breaks it up. Yeah, that's and phones do it a little ease. bit. But, yeah, but well, phones can almost do the opposite too. Mm. They can appease you, but the people around you feel that discon- uh, right. disconnection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Whereas the hookah or even like like a smoke, yeah. you want a cigarette? Yeah, he's yeah. still he's still there. He's still with us, thinking whatever. Yeah, that's You can't react. You're in the middle of a puff. Yeah, yeah. Hot take, uh, SNL can be good again if they stay edgy the way this last episode. I was one of the nerds who finished the episode, and <laughs> half of the sketches were very edgy as fuck. And I would I was, rather you watch Crane's Gambit than finish that motherfucker. I just, I was waiting, I was waiting for, I was waiting for Chappelle to be in them. I thought he was going to be in more of them. He was, you know, after he wasn't He was, in he two, was just was in done. the first one, and then you ain't see him again. He did one Bought sketch. It, dog. First sketch, and he's out. And good, he's good out. Night. And the funniest part is when he said, fuck the whole sketch. Because uh, he was like, this is a sketch about people, black people losing their jobs because of, of the unrest and the virus and everything. And then it was Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben. And then they were like, what about the Allstate guy? And that's Dave Chappelle. And he talks this deep ass voice. Yeah. But he kind of laughs before he does it as if like, I know how ridiculous this is about to sound. You laugh because Chappelle laughed. And then they have the Count Chocula. And they're like, what about this black guy? And the Count just keeps being like, what? I'm chocolate. I'm not black. And it's Pete. And then Dave is just like, yeah, but look at his lips. America, look at Pete Davidson's black ass lips. And then you laugh because he just broke and said, fuck the whole format of the sketch. I'm just going to laugh. You laugh at Chappelle being Chappelle. And I'm telling you, if it stays like that, it could be good again. Mm. So here's a question. And that shows Dave's brilliant in sketch comedy. He's fucking... Yo, that's the thing that people... (laughs) He's going to be remembered as the greatest of all time comedically. Mm. But it's similar. Like, Are you familiar with Jim Brown, the running back? Obviously, big football fan. Jim Brown, the running back, go... Was a fantastic lacrosse player. People say he's the greatest lacrosse player ever. Better at lacrosse than football. Then that's what's say. more dominant. Now, granted, oh, there's wow. probably way more athletes in football than there are in lacrosse yeah. and blah, blah, blah. But I think he went to BU or some shit. Like, Something. Yeah. I don't know what school he went to. But apparently, he was this super dominant force in lacrosse, right? Mm-hmm. And obviously, lacrosse isn't a popular sport, so he goes in football and becomes one of the greatest you know, football players ever. Um, if, if Dave Chappelle stopped doing comedy after Chappelle's show, He's the best sketch comedy guy ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we nerd out on him. Yep, because we love stand up. But most of America found him through sketch. Yep. yep. I went to a Dave Chappelle show like right when Chappelle show came on. Mm-hmm. It was mad easy to get tickets. It's yeah. at a theater in Dallas, but like it's not sold out. Yeah, there's empty seats. Then Chappelle show hits, and it's just different. The whole fucking vibe is different. You remember if you're walking on a college campus and you just go what? Yeah, Somebody yeah, yeah. would be like, okay. Yeah, yeah. And it's just Chappelle. Yeah. His influence was nuts, dog. But it's yeah. kind of interesting to see him like dominate multiple fields. Oh, like no, that. I, 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 so, I can't write sketches for shit. 
It's yeah, so different from stand-up. It's such a it's, different muscle. Yeah, it's very hard. And it works well with his comedy, because if you look at his comedy, he kind of writes sketches. Yeah. He like creates these hypotheticals and acts out the characters within them. Yeah. But um, what I'm curious about is like what happens to comedy now with Biden as president. Mm. And I think comedy, edgy comedy, becomes a lot easier for people to do. And I think you start to see... Uh, programs like SNL, but also like stand-ups and a lot of people becoming edgy and pushing back. Mm -hmm. Because you always, as a comic, want to push back against the institution in power. So pushing back against the institution in power when Biden is in power is going to be at least calling out the hypocrisy of that institution. People felt uncomfortable calling out the left when Trump was in power because they thought that was an immediate indictment Hmm. of being a Trumper. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of people who I think a lot of people who will all of a sudden become like maybe edgy again will do it because it's a comfortable environment to be edgy. It's okay to be edgy because by being edgy, people aren't going to associate you with the right. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like for how long did people call me fucking uh, right wing, all right, all this other shit just because I was making jokes, pushing back against the left. Yeah. You know, like forever. on that. So help me out here because to that point, a lot of that started when Barack was president. Yeah. I feel just the exact opposite of what you just said. Go on. Like, if their times are more calm, you can't be as edgy because now you're standing out. In, in chaos, the edginess is like, oh, wait, but we got bigger things to worry about. I think it always depends on, like, the industry you're in, right? So, like, entertainment is usually pretty left-leaning. Yeah. Right? And I think in a left-leaning industry, you can call out certain things that exist within the culture, if you will, or within politics or within the world Mm -hmm. from the safety of a left-wing administration. Mm -hmm. In other words, yo, this is really fucked up what y'all are doing, but I'm glad that y'all are in charge, Mm -hmm. right? When you have a situation like with Trump, right, and you see that like gaining like steam and there's some power in there and pushing back against the left and the institutions that are kind of in control is an indictment on supporting that thing on the right to some people, they're afraid of that. They're afraid of being connected to that in any single way. I see your logic. I just didn't, I don't know that it played out like that. I think the anti-PC people got louder when Trump was in office because they felt more like, oh, this is, this is cool now. We got the anti-PC guy in office. Hmm. And I think it became, I think you helped a lot for sure. I think this podcast helped a lot. But I think it became more okay to fight back against PC culture when the leader of the country who's been elected, popular vote, whatever, who gives a fuck, that guy got elected by a lot of people. Right. So clearly there's something to this. We can get get back you, to it. Do you think it's fair to say that like the entertainment industry never really embraced that? Yes. And if you wanted to work within the entertainment industry, you probably wouldn't take hold with those to those beliefs. I agree. I just think it also started with Obama in office. The entertainment industry was still going after those, picking those guys. So I'm not saying uh, you're wrong. Right, I'm right, asking right. you to help me out here because in my memory... What we were feel complaining about, even when Obama was in office, was, yo, everything is this fucking safe black guy on TV, and then the Indian is also gay or afraid to go outside or some other, like, characteristic quirk that you can't just be Indian. And they weren't telling our stories, or the, the comics that they chose for these showcases weren't edgy. I, I think it's, again, entertainment is always going to lean left. Yeah. When there's someone in charge who's also left, there's a little bit more license mm-hmm. to make fun of it. When someone is in charge that is right, especially as polarizing as Trump, and you make fun of the left, the assumption is yeah, that you're on the right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And 
the right was so fucking radicalized and so radioactive mm -hmm. that any association with that made you radioactive. Yeah. You know, and I think people were terrified of that, especially like comics and entertainers. You know, Chris Pratt, poor Chris Pratt, guy just wants to fucking believe in Jesus. Yeah. Now he's a, a Nazi who hates gays. Mm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, yeah. it, it was so terrifying for people that were in the entertainment industry. Now, there's two different things we're looking at. The YouTube world and classical okay. entertainment. Okay. I you got have you to break those up. I and I should have clarified that. Okay. Yeah. YouTube explodes because the average person is like, yo, I still want jokes. Yeah. I don't want pandering to the entertainment industry standards. Yep. I still want to just laugh at shit. And yep. sometimes the funny joke is pushing against the left. Sometimes pushing against the right. Yeah. But let's just make the funniest joke. Yeah. yeah. And I was, I was thinking like socially acceptable um, for us on the ground, not really speaking to classical Correct. entertainment. So that's Correct. why. That's I, sh I should have clarified that. I should have clarified and that. And to your point, where did you blow up? YouTube. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So there's this, and I think you saw like a lot of even like, News organization, not an organization, but like, you know, seeing Crystal and Sagar blow up on YouTube as well. And them just being, you know, people who are calling out the left and the right. Yeah. But kind of having a little bit more of a, a fair shake, if you will. Mm -hmm. And I think that people who are trying to get deals signed by Hollywood were terrified yeah. to do anything that might have connected them with this thing that was so radio radioactive. Because that thing doesn't exist anymore, I think you're going to see a lot more like comics and like creatives going, I can make those jokes because I'm not going to be associated with MAGA. Mm-hmm. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Trash and Biden in the run up to the election was really dangerous. Now Trash and Biden's like, oh, he's that he's one. Yeah, he's just like, oh, that's fine. Yeah. You're not a Trumper because you trashed him. Yeah, I can see it. That's just my feeling. I I also am a little bit bummed about it because I like the High Wire Act. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I like I like the stakes being that high. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like touching a topic that I know that motherfuckers are terrified of touching because they could be accused of being connected to that radioactive yep. thing. Yep. And like, for me, that makes it exciting. Yeah. And you look, maybe this is just selfish, but if comedy gets to a point where it's just like, Oh yeah, anybody can just say the crazy shit because we feel comfortable with the institution that's in power. And it's just like, Oh, well, what's the fun? <laughs> no, yeah. I, I, I personally, I just don't think that will happen. Yeah. Like, I think it, people you're right. are still going to be won't. triggered. Yeah. It won't. But you know, you understand what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, the I sentiment yeah. might be a little bit more comfy. Yeah. Maybe even SNL is starting to feel a little bit. They're like, yo, we can get a little bit more edgy because we know that this guy's in. Yeah. yeah. I wonder I, if they get fined, like FCC fines and shit like that. Maybe. Yeah. I also wonder if like a post-Trump presidency affects like the culture a little bit. Like okay. when all of like the PC movement started occurring, probably what, like 2015? Like late I think earlier maybe? I think in New York I started seeing it 2008 2009 oh, really the second I moved here I was like whoa what, oh yeah what is this yeah I mean I, I didn't notice it until college obviously so like if that's when like it's really booming where like pronouns and like we have to be aware of all these different like microaggressions and stuff mm -hmm. if that's occurring people have no idea what to even do with that Trump gets in office and is like pushing back against that mm. now are we in like a post-correction phase where people are a little more like uh stable as to where like they fit in that in, in that conversation you know what I mean mm. yeah uh, huh, this is interesting <laughs> we always say in this podcast like every correction is an overcorrection right mm -hmm. this correction wasn't an overcorrection this election this yeah. time yeah. like, you, like yeah. you could say from Obama to Trump was the over right mm -hmm. right but it's not like we went from Trump to AOC yeah, Bernie yeah. Sanders, or Bernie yeah. that would be the other right. over this it was almost like all right, we've been bouncing around a lot. Let's yeah. get it back to the center. Everybody <laughs> yeah. chill the fuck out. Yeah. It's, it's like maybe we recognize even subconsciously our own tendency to overcorrect. Mm. And because of that, we were just like, I'm tired of the seesaw. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Let's just get a little stability. And you know what? In four years, motherfuckers are going to be pissed off again. Yep. Because that's what we do. Yep. And they go, and the same motherfuckers that are pissed off because of left wing shit are going to be voting for another Trump as guy, mm-hmm. and the same motherfuckers that are pissed off because of right wing shit are going to be po- uh, voting for another Bernie as guy. Mm-hmm. But I think for these four years, it's almost like a timeout. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it's like, hey, deep state ceasefire. Can you just, just handle some shit so we could get a deep breath? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it's just mommy, daddy. Yeah, blah blah blah's bullying me. Like, you know, when your your old brother ever pick on you and then oh, your yeah. parents yeah, split you up? Yeah. Like, that's what this feels like. It feels like my younger brother telling mom and dad, "Yo, just put him in his room so I could just chill for a minute." Yeah, <laughs> which is why I thought it was like kind of annoying watching everyone like go out and like celebrate dancing and celebrating and stuff. I'm like. Like I don't really think it's gonna change anyone's day to day life. Like don't get me wrong, it's nice seeing people happy and stuff. Yeah. Like I went out to Washington Square Park and like saw everyone jumping around. Yeah. But also I was like, I don't really think this is gonna change. Like whose life is gonna be changed from this on like actual. Yeah. What do you think the celebration represented? All right, guys, we're gonna break uh, for a second because y'all are stressed out. Okay. I understand people are stressed out and you're not sleeping well, and uh, we gotta fix that because you should be able to sleep. There are ways where you can sleep better, okay? Exercise really helps. Diet really helps. You know what else really helps? Meditation. Mm. Calm. There's this company called Calm. Some of you probably heard of it. If you haven't heard it, I'm going to tell you a little bit about it. But they do these guided meditations, and they do these things that you can listen to that are going to put you in the right state so you can get a nice night of sleep, which is going to help with every part of your life, honestly. Number one key ingredient is sleep to absolutely everything. You want to recover from working out? Get some sleep. Okay, you want to have a productive brain day? Get some sleep. I mean, if there's nothing that can decrease your functionality more than sleep, maybe drugs. And what do drugs stop you from doing? Sleeping. So really, it's just about sleep. Calm.com. That's C-A-L-M dot com. Telling you, they have a plethora, a whole library of all these different guided meditations that are going to help you get sleep. They have these soundscapes. They have hundreds of stories narrated by soothing voices like Stephen Fry, Kelly Rowland, Laura Dern. Over 85 million people around the world use Calm to take care of their minds and get them better sleep. Calm.com slash flagrant. Calm.com slash flagrant is what you're going to use. And for a limited time, you're going to get 40% off a Calm premium subscription, which includes hundreds of hours of programming. Okay? Calm.com slash flagrant. Get that 40% off and get the fuck to sleep. Let's get back to the show. What do you think the celebration represented? So just the sentiment of him being in office and the divisiveness. And as a black person in America, like that's scary to me. Because right. I just don't know how far people are willing to go that dislike me. So it's like just to have that feeling removed yep. is coming. And that's yep. enough for me to celebrate. Mm. So, so I think there's probably people that like definitely support. Like I was in the West Village, right? I, I'm literally sitting down with my fiance eating brunch. And mm. I hear the, hon- the horns start. You guys hear the horns? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I'm Sorry. It was, oh, yeah, yeah. New York was going off. But, but I'm in a gay ass neighborhood. And the lesbos and the gays were celebrating, bro. I mean, like <laughs> snapping, whistling. They were going wild and people were going for it. Then we were in Washington Square Park a little bit and shit was popping, right? These people were celebrating. And I think that at least in like marginalized communities or whatever that term is, yeah. like there's probably that same sensation. Yeah. Which is like, all right, at least the leader, I could feel as if the leader of the country doesn't hate me. Now, did Trump hate these different people? I don't think so personally, but he might have created an environment that made people that hated them feel comfortable. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I could see that relief. But then you see like a lot of like white girls in college 
they're like going crazy. We did it. We did. It's like, <laughs> dude, what? Like, I, 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 that is. A, you, it became sports. It did become it fucking sports. Yeah, became tribal. Just, yeah. This bro. is the World Cup. Yeah. Every four years, we all we you give a fuck about yo, the World Cup for a little that's while. Why, that's why when fuck. you was, no, yo. but yo, maybe that's the thing. It's like we never fuck with soccer because we got politics. <laughs> yo. We don't need it's it. Mad slow. Y'all got a game. Yeah. We got life. Yeah, yeah, nothing gets done. Nobody ever scores. Yeah. <laughs> but that's why when there's you guys... one black guy on the team. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. When you guys mentioned before that uh, uh, liberals are sore losers, I mean sore winners. I kind of feel that. No matter which side won, both sides would have been sore. Both sides are sore, bro. Yeah, what I want to clarify with with that is like liberals are sore winners only based on their own politics, which is we should bring everybody together. We should unite. This should not be divisive. And AOC's out here like fucking stalling, trying to take down lists of people (laughs) that were voting back. So it it just is hypocritical, the reaction. I tend to agree with a lot of liberal policies, but I hate the hypocrisy of they act like they're above all this shit. And they judge people who are doing it. They judge these guys at the Trump rallies. They're so ignorant. They're so stupid. Then your guy wins and you do the same thing. If you admit you ain't shit, fine. But if the kind of liberal zeitgeist is, we're above all of this. We are for unity, like yeah. Andrew said. And then the second you get your win, you act just like them? That bothers That's I guess only- Maybe I yeah. didn't see it. Because I, what I saw, and of course I was busy this week and I, I really wasn't paying that much attention. But I saw um, Biden and Kamala's speech. And like at that speech and the energy and the uh, messaging they, they put out, like I felt that that was great for the nation. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm not like, speaking about Biden if, or Kamala. If Trump, if Trump won and said those same things, I would have been, yo, that's great for the nation. Yeah, I'm and there board. have been times where like he gave a uh, Trump gave an address and people were like, yo, this was very united. It was one of, maybe the last State of the Union or something. Mm-hmm. Even when he, he won, remember the stock market was plummeting as he won, and then he came out and gave a speech that was pretty stable. Pretty, yeah. I was like, okay, I'm gonna give this guy a chance because his speech doesn't seem crazy. It seems pretty yeah. reasonable. Yeah. yeah, and it was and comforting. Yeah, so I just like the fact that you know it. Let's promote unity. Let's promote and I can, under, I can understand you don't like the um, hypocrisy. Like, hypocrisy of yeah, it, but yo, the and that, time, that's the like, tricky thing when it comes to like someone like in, in in my position is like I agree with the sentiment, yeah, and I'm annoyed by hypocrisy, yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. it's a it's a fine line to articulate because. I have to preface it with, yo, I'm on the same page. We all got to come together. Yep. We yeah. all got to do this, right? With the criticism of, but y'all ain't living that fucking life yep. that you say you, you do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'm on the page of, I agree with the sentiment, and I just uh, ignore anybody who contradicts themselves. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. But and, like, and to be fair to you, hypocrisy on either side doesn't bother you as much. Yeah. We are people who are really bothered by hypocrisy. So it's like, look, I agree with what you want, but like this shit is not cool. I get on it. either side, we don't like yeah. it. I get it's it. like division on either side. Like this kid, uh, Madison Cawthorn, did you see him? Well, he He's did. like the youngest person to be elected to the House of Representatives. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, this yeah, pretty yeah. ass kid from North Carolina. No legs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. He tweeted some shit. You don't shit. got no legs? Yeah, they don't work. He's like Avatar, I think. He's like in a wheelchair. Yeah. But he posted some shit where he's like, uh, after he won, he just tweets, cry more lib. And it's like, all right, dude. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you just got elected in your district or whatever, but like, you're antagonizing liberals that live there? Like, yeah. You're, just, like, you're, you're a politician. Like, try to govern your entire constituency and not just people that voted for you. Yeah. How about take some ice cream out the freezer? 
Come on, you could think of something higher. It's the higher part. It's the higher part. A lot of fridges freezers are lower now. Y'all, fuck, y'all are fancy. I forgot, dude. I got the whole fridge this fridge. Got some ice cubes, bro. Come on. Change the light bulb. You could have done anything. I still can't get the light bulb, bro. I need a little help for that. What can't wheelchair people do, dude? I mean, that's a pretty clear answer to that. Walk? Yeah. I couldn't go with walk. It's so obvious. Yeah. That's true. Climb stairs. Yeah, they could do that without the legs what's a good like this on Yo, like a I bet wheelchair people get better back than you mm. I, I don't know though yeah. nah. if that's you your s- only position they perfected that yeah I'm but the sure girls kind of like sit on their bony pelvis and shit it's probably all uncomfortable uh, and yeah, stuff like yeah, that mad, emaciated. and also i don't know how much of my legs i use when i'm on top I'm more like I'm just How like rocking forward. I like I go on my I go on my. Uh, Yo, you ever been to SeaWorld, bro? Yeah, I literally look like an elephant seal, bro. That's what I look like. I just do a plank on my elbows. I just rock forward and back. I almost sound like that too. That's me, bro. Arr, arr. <laughs> you gotta you got them knees down. You gotta dig in, son. Nah, bro. Sometimes I see dudes like I'll see like uh you see dudes yeah, yeah. like them like Chippendales dudes and oh, shit like that yeah. doing all those moves dancing. I'm like, am I supposed to do that? Fuck it, bro. Like, is it, is, are people really doing that on their toes? Like, no, you gotta do girl pushups, bro. Nah, but go you, to the know, knees. You know the ones where they like they like. Well, they'll dance on top of a girl. They'll lay the girl down yeah. and they'll do all those like crazy moves. Yeah, the one handed like, push up and like yeah. wave and shit. Fuck out of here, bro. What if I fall out? I got to take another three minutes to get my dick back in that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Like, right, come on now. Hold, hold on now, bet. Let me, hold on. Let me find it. Let me find it. Start breathing real heavy. Hold on. It, it, it done dried up on me. Hold on. Hold on. Anywho. Um, yeah, I was a wild boy the other day, son. What'd you do? I fucked on a heavy day. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. On your sheets? Or you went into the... Nah, we put some towel down in preparation. Nah, bro. I don't, do I don't know why. I don't know what got over me, Crazy, bro. Why not go into the shower? Pipe in the shower. It was a little celebration. <laughs> Say yeah. what? It was a little celebration. What, were y'all sell her period? Were you celebrating that? Nah, <laughs> you good, would. Good you would celebrate a period. Oh, yeah. <laughs> good job, babe. Done. Well done. <laughs> Saved us 315 bucks. <laughs> 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 All right, go. What was the celebration? Nah, just good things going on around. You know, okay, Saturday around. celebration. So yeah. you were feeling, you were feeling yourself, and yeah. she was on that heavy, but you just, you just had to do yeah. it. You were just right. thinking about Kamala and Joe the whole so, time. Hey, uh, we getting uh, red out everywhere, <laughs> yo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the country went blue, but my sheets went red. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. I'm not gonna lie, man. Last time I had sex on on uh, my fiance. Uh, <laughs> period. That's the and, only way you say it. Now? Yeah, dude. <laughs> like Tristan. Tristan. <laughs> Social development. Fucking Tristan. Uh, last time I had sex on my fiance's period, uh, it was in the shower. And I saw some of that blood, bro. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. You don't look down. You are. Nah, I looked down. Oh, no, I, I feel like down. you did work, probably. Son, I kind of got turned on. <laughs> bro, I kind of got turned it's on. Kinda, it's kind of like primal. It like, is. Son. I saw that. Even though I looked down uh, at it. It, I, it was I. And my girl got all embarrassed. Like, she's trying to, like, wipe the blood this on the floor of the shower away. And I'm like, leave it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, Bear Grylls. That's right, yeah. bro. You in nature now. Uh, it was I. 
<laughs> Yo, it's not bad that period sex. Yeah. Then the second you bust, you're like, get the fuck up. Right? Second, you're like, why are you bleeding you everywhere? Are... What's happening? Like every All time that you bust, shit goes out the window. Yeah. Right, I want the comforts of home and a freezer on the bottom. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck! What else we got, Al? You got some feelings? No facts? Nah, no, we got a big um, story, yo. They, yeah, they go, set go, go, go. They What's set the big up story, son? Say what? That's yeah. what you're talking about. They yeah. set, they set Trump up. Set Trump up, yo. Tr- set Trump up for what? So after he loses, uh huh, we got the cure. We got oh, the vaccine. Yeah. We got, vaccine. We got motherfucking the... Monday. You know what that shit's about? What'd you think? I don't think they trusted Trump to administer it, bro. I mean that sincerely. Nah. What do you mean that they announced it? Now? I think that they announced it this so late because it's Pfizer, probably going to take Pfizer. Let's just tell the people Pfizer announced that uh, they have a vaccine and it's ninety percent effective. Right. And stocks are skyrocketing as we speak. Yeah. everything is up, bro, except mm. Amazon apparently. Well, uh, yeah, the stocks that were killed by Corona are up, and the stocks that did great during Corona are down. Mm. So, like Amazon thrives in Corona, and if Corona's over. It's going to come down a little bit uh, to a realistic number. Amazon's obviously yeah, going to always be around, but uh, airplane stocks went crazy because motherfuckers are going to start traveling again because they're not terrified of the airport. Mm. Uh, but uh, but I think what this is, is because it's probably going to take them, what, like six months or something like that to get enough of these. Yeah. The big issue with it is the cool chain. That's cool what they call chain. it. They call it like the cool chain system. So basically like being able to transport vaccines at scale at like super low temperatures because they have to stay right. like at like. Right. Like, and you have to do that to 300. And, well, they're saying 330 million people, probably 200 million people have to take yeah. it. Right? It has to be like don't need specialized it. trucks, specialized airplanes, all this shit to keep it at like negative 100 right. degrees or whatever. And I think the argument with kids is they might not need it. But if they can give it to people. Yeah. You might want your kid to have right, it. Right. But one, whatever, it doesn't matter. The point is, um. If it's going to take six or nine months to get this shit to everybody, maybe what they did is they held on as long as they possibly could because they were like, we don't believe Trump has the ability or the wherewithal to execute the admi- the administration of this drug. Mm-hmm. To and wait six months. Yeah, not, not even uh, wait six months, but like we don't know if he'll be able to do it. Uh. So maybe they had it three months ago. And maybe this is what Trump kept on talking about. It's any day now. It's any day now. And they were like, oh, you need a few more minutes. Yeah. <laughs> because they're like, we think you'll botch this. You've botched Corona. Yeah. We think you'll botch this. That's what I was talking to some of my like, political folks. They're mm. like, this has probably been ready for a while. Right. And there's no, I mean, it, this is not a coincidence that they that they mentioned it the day after mm. they confirmed the bodies. Right. Because Trump might not be involved in the literal like passing out and like transportation of the drug, but he could put out a tweet like, I'm not getting no vaccine or whatever. And not only people, not to, he put and he could probably put that out right now and still yeah. fuck it up. Maybe. But like not only that, but like he might try to rush it. He might go, mm-hmm. well, who needs all the fucking cooling systems? Let's go out there. He might be so anxious to get this drug to the mm. people that he would risk the efficacy, I believe the term yeah. is, mm-hmm. of the drug. And that's why maybe there's some pushback. So like, I don't know. I mean, but also you look at that, you're like, oh, that's kind of foul. The you playing politics so with motherfuckers' lives right there? Yeah, like, that's, that's foul. If you had this shit six months ago, somebody's mom is dead because you didn't put it out. No, no, yeah. no. I, I don't think that's the case because uh, trials take a really long time. Mm. So it's like I just think they're at the 90% effective rate because of the latest results of the trials going gotcha. on. That's what they're seeing. So and they so were just happy. really happy to report that. I still don't think it's ready for a distribution. A Monday uh, yeah. yes, yes, a yes, Monday yes. news break, though, two days after the election, seems so blatant. Maybe it's it's so blatant it can't be 
on purpose. Yeah. But like Trump is gone Saturday. The next moment you can drop news, basically. Hey, 90% uh, efficacy on this vaccine. Let's yeah. go. Also, during the debate, they were like, yo, Trump, you have a vaccine? And he was like, yeah, it's coming. Like, apparently, really good results. And everyone called him a liar. Mm. Biden called him a liar in the debate. He's like, nah, he's lying. Mm. He's not lying, turns out. Yeah. But what happens when you lie so much? Yeah. That's yeah. the boy who cried wolf. Yeah. Or the girl, whoever it was. It was a girl or a boy? It was a boy. It was a boy? Yeah. Why are you scared of that wolf? Yo, just run, son. Yeah. Go man, inside. Bro. Go inside. Yeah. Don't you got an inside? You're not going to outrun a wolf. Oh, gosh. Come on, bro. And wolves don't play. Yeah. You can only outrun bears and lions. Yeah. I can outrun a bear, obviously. So get out of lions, here. Lions, I'm thinking differently now. Oh, now? Yeah, because I've seen the the side to side. I but did. bears, pigeon toed. I'll run out. I'll outrun anything pigeon toed. Also, there's been a lot of uh, controversy over Taylor's claim that she ran a. Uh, oh, yeah. We're going to act. When she's back. When she's back. When she's back we're gonna have a whole I conversation i brought that up that. on idiots i brought that up on idiots yeah, right yeah she said she ran an 11 6 bro. someone in the flagrant i believed it because i don't know what that means <laughs> yo someone in the flagrant reddit did a whole breakdown of, of like the mile per yeah, hour like mile per hour with a bear compared like analysis compared like, to dk metcalf <laughs> dk metcalf is yeah. this wide receiver for the seattle seahawks maybe the fastest man in the league one yeah one of the yeah, yeah. fast guys in the yeah. league and i think when he ran down buda baker buda baker he was yeah. running at like 22 miles per hour and taylor's pace is like 20 four miles per hour <laughs> some shit man get yeah. the fuck out so of here we gotta call her on when she gets back we gotta call her 100%, 100%. Right. nah we gotta all race her yeah <laughs> I'll race her with my broken I'll foot. let y'all do that I'll come in last to prove a point cause I won't be trailing her by that much you yeah. be second to control last control group control group bro. Al you too top heavy you couldn't even outrun a fucking uh, Swiss prison or whatever the fuck police officer yeah yeah yeah, yeah. bobble that bobble that yeah yeah you yeah. 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 that with a Biden bro you nerd fucking nerd Talk about Swiss Army knives or whatever. <laughs> right. you're so, so what else we got, man? Some feelings, uh, no facts. Let's did we do it. did we make fun of the fact that Kim voted for? <laughs> I did on social, but yeah. you know the thing is for me is like what a fucking like yo Stylebender commented this shit cracked me up. He said uh, that's a that's a clout trout. Yo, cloud trout. <laughs> cloud trout. That is that's great. Cloud trout that's is great. hilarious. But that's what these these people oh, do, there's man. There's so many layers to that. That's so good. Yeah. The lips and yeah. all that shit. Yeah. Like, well, oh, not man. only the both lips. Yeah. <laughs> could be like a trout. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trout so, snap or something. <laughs> so the thing is, like, when you are whole, when your whole like life is based around clout or like likes or social media attention. You don't even realize your own hypocrisy. So there's this picture that she posts of Biden and Kamala. And yeah. she puts four blue hearts. Blue hearts, mind you. Mm -hmm. Not red hearts. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, her ass been voting, right? Mm -hmm. She gets behind Biden. This is the levels of hypocrisy behind this are unbelievable. She gets behind Biden and Kamala. What is the one thing that she worked with Trump on? Freeing uh, Alex Johnson, I think it was it? Prison name? reform? Yeah, prison yeah. reform. I want to work on prison reform, mm -hmm. right? Oh, that's a good point. Kamala, <laughs> locking motherfuckers up left and right in yep. California yep. for nothing, mind mm -hmm. you, blocking evidence that could potentially freedom, right? Biden, the crime bill dawn, getting people locked up left and right. Matter of fact, the people that Kim is freeing are probably on some level locked up because of Biden crime bills. <laughs> How the fuck are you going to put these blue heart? Now, I understand if you try to do some like unity shit, but then you don't heart it. You go, I understand we might have our disagreements, but I'm looking forward to working with you on, on crime reform. Something like that. Don't just throw these fucking hearts. Not to mention, your husband ran. Yeah. <laughs> your husband ran for yeah. president. Yeah. How the fuck could you possibly put that up? Your husband ran. And if you knew your husband ran as some 
massive um, ploy for attention, if this was just a big PR move and you knew the whole fucking time, fuck you. Yeah. Don't act like you're some activist out here trying to make change and you're going to let your husband potentially peel away votes from one candidate so that so that could either help or affect uh, negatively a result that you wanted. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like this, this woman, bro. <laughs> so easy to hate, man. <laughs> so easy. Like how you make yourself so easy to hate. And don't get me wrong. I understand girls want to dress like them and all that kind of shit. And they're like... Yeah. Fashion. Change the world. Fashionistas. And low-key, like, part of, like, Kanye's brand being so valuable, I'm starting to think, is, like, is it just because these Kardashian girls have so much goddamn uh, clout when it comes to clothing and they all put that shit on they may look hot? Mm. Like, I really am starting to wonder, like, is Kanye the reason why his shit is so successful or does he happen to be married to the biggest influencers on the planet, especially in the clothing department, Mm. and they single-handedly built that shit for Kanye. Mm-hmm. One thing I'll give Kanye is that he kind of elevated Kim's fashion game when they got together. But their influence on fashion was still pretty big. Son, years. Like they weren't like in high fashion. Like he, he, he was his sneakers were killing fashion. it before Kim. The Yeezys, I think, were pretty big before yeah. Kim. Right they literally owned a store that sold clothes called Dash. That was what they did for a living. No, I know. But I mean, like she wasn't respected in the high fashion world. She was still looked at as just like a video vixen or whatever mm. the case is. And then he got her on like the Vanity Fairs and those bigger type of... Magazine. Fair enough, maybe. Shit. But I think the, the regular average female was looking at what she was wearing and going, I want to wear that. And now literally all of them, if any of them wear a bag, that bag is sold out. If any of them wear a pair of pants, that, those pants are sold out. They wear sandals, those things are sold out. Yeah. Anything that they put on is gold. It's like when a, a first lady wears some shit. Maybe not Melania, but remember when Michelle put on a dress yeah. and that shit was off the shelves? So I'm starting to think like, all right, so maybe you guys are really at least partially responsible for Yeezy. Yeah. Oh, for being sure. So yeah, yeah, definitely. They got it, right? I don't know. It's just such fraudulence. I see that you shit. Should, you should watch me. her with Dave Letterman. Oh, yeah. yeah well, they I watched didn't the first part of that. Oh, you did? Yeah. It's like, I think she's been doing this whole social media clout thing for so long. She's convinced. Like, she, it's not a lie anymore. It's not she, bullshit. She's, she, Andrew Dice Clay, it. Yeah. She, like, starts to believe yeah, this yeah, character yeah. that she's yeah. put up. Put I, like, she actually sounds genuine about the law and getting people out. Like, she really is about that. She mentioned Armenia at all? No. Interesting, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, yeah, like these fucking frauds, son. I you know him. why she don't mention that shit? Because it could hurt her. Why? Because it could hurt her. How? Maybe these people, maybe there are not enough Armenians out there. Maybe she got a lot more Turkish fans. Maybe she got uh, a lot more Azerbaijani fans. And maybe she got a lot more support for whatever the opposite side of that cause. Mm. And all of a sudden, you're not Armenian enough to help. Hmm. Hmm. I haven't seen Kanye tweeting about that shit at all. I'm just saying, some shit was popping in India. I'm tweeting. Regardless of how much it hurts you. Yep. I don't know. He didn't tweet at all about Alex Trebek, which is kind of fucked up. Why? Bro, all the Indians love him. Akash didn't tweet once about him. Yo. Yo, maybe you're right. <laughs> I was trying to bail Mark out of that, but then I, I didn't know. <laughs> I, was trying to, I didn't know where. I, I said, yo, I, and then, yo. I was hoping my brain would click yeah, on something. I was trying to. I was, trying. I, I was just yeah, waiting to see right. what. I was just waiting to see what he goes with because I was just going to pile I'll on to that shit. What the fuck are you talking about for a thousand dollars? He said, yo, I was like, thank yo, God. I went talk, back to my I, computer. Real talk for a second. I was like, yo, is Alex Trebek Indian? Bro? <laughs> for a second, I really thought he's an Indian icon. That's he's maybe is. an icon. <laughs> Anyway, uh, point we, is, point is just it? phonies. Can we all just like, like, yeah. and why but do I mean, we they keep putting up with it, shit. bro? Why, why does this shit? Sucks. 
So, why do we get caught up? Why do we tolerate? Why are phonies so fucking tolerable? I don't understand why other people tolerate them. And that's what drives me crazy. Is y'all don't see the fucking fraudulence? Why is that cool with y'all? And everybody else is like, yeah, don't bother me that much. And I think there's some fraudulence in me that I hate. So when I see another people, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck that guy. Because I hate it. that about myself yeah. on some deep level that I don't get yet. But I hate fraudulence and hypocrisy. Like, I can't I do know. it. I'm out. Mm. It could possibly just be my internet feed, but it seems like there's a lot more of them than there are regular people. And that drives me crazy. Wait, wait go on that. What so, like, all the fake, phony stage pictures, fake bodies, all that shit, like Kardashian-esque people, yeah. I just tend to see a lot more of that being promoted and people you know like buying into it. Like, if you're a girl, right, and I'm sure, like, we'll find a, a way where we should do this as well, but if you're a girl... You shouldn't exalt the phony image of what a girl is because it only makes your life more difficult. Mm -hmm. See what I'm saying? Like if you're a girl and you don't have the money to buy fake tits and you don't have the money to buy fake ass, and you don't have the money to buy all these like surgeries that you do on your face and like the most expensive hair extensions and all this Photoshop and all that other shit, you shouldn't put those girls on a pedestal, not pedal, pedestal, (laughs) I got it. You shouldn't put those going to a pedestal because now your life is that much dif- more difficult. Mm. You look that much uglier. You look that much more unacceptable. Like, if anything, you should be promoting Lizzo or these other, like, fat bitches out there <laughs> because it just makes you look that much more beautiful. Mm. Now, do you know, does that make that, sense? Nah, yeah. Because yeah. it's not men that promote the Kardashians. That's yeah, it would be like, yo, she got a fat ass, but it's like there's a million girls with fat asses yeah. on the internet. We do not promote these women. This is women promoting these women yep. that we are not asking them to promote. Right, that's yeah. damaging their own crop. This hurt, yeah. Yeah. Like, to me, it's, it's mind-boggling. I, and I don't understand. Please make sense of it for me. And maybe, guys, we do this on some level. Like, I'm trying to think, how I mean, do we do this? We, it's, like, it's, we like the pictures. Or scroll and not like them, but so, look so, at it for a really so long time. Just let me understand this out. So we don't get drunk. They're doing it because we <laughs> reward it. Yes. In other words, like they are living up to that image because they look at what we like. Yes. Got you. Yeah. So men do it with hip hop culture. Yeah, I'm trying to understand. Give me because hip hop culture is all I. I have the most money. I'm the hardest dude. I'm the toughest motherfucker. I'm the baddest dude on earth and rich. All the shit. They put a standard of what like the ideal guy should be, and then we fuck with it, and we're like, yeah, we want to be like those guys. And then women are like, yeah, I want I want you to be like those guys too because they're rich and they're bad as fuck and like. Mm. They'll mm. kill a motherfucker who disrespects me. Let's ride. And then we're all like, you know what I mean? Like we're feeding into it also. Like me 10 years ago, I would have agreed with you. But now it's like, I don't, I don't know if the young gangster appearance rappers are that effective or that like influential that's as they true, used to that's be. That's true. I'm 36. So yeah. I don't like know any young Mark. Rappers. I don't know though. I think the, I think the culture is still dictated by like the influencer. Like, I don't think that that's changed. I think maybe the influence has changed in terms of, like, what they're peddling. I don't think, like, gangbanging and, like, killing people and shit is as much as a part of rap now as it was maybe 15 years ago. Yeah, see, But I do think that... Is it still aspirational? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but you can aspire to have other shit. Like, maybe aspiring to have, like, a house with a pool is, is doper than aspiring to be, like, the most gangster dude on the block. But, yeah. but those things still bleed into each other, though. So, like, I think, like, the entrepreneurial spirit is another, like, big cultural influencer that people are aspiring to. Mm. But all of those goods that are, like, seized in that pursuit of entrepreneurship are the same thing as that. It's, like, money, cars, like, hot chicks. So, like, those values and those goods haven't changed, but maybe, like, the pursuit has changed slightly. Yeah, just because the entrepreneurial pursuit is a lot more relatable. It's like, I know I'm not joining a gang. Yeah. I know I'm not going to, like, start hustling, selling drugs. I could start hustling something legal. 
I yeah. should start my little side businesses. I could be like a yeah. boss or whatever. Boss up. And the outcome's the same. But I we are still it. raising women's standards by trying to be the richest motherfucker, the best entrepreneur, the baddest. Maybe, yeah. yeah, and I don't know if that ever changes because it's something that's like real and accessible. Yeah. And I guess the thing that like is so shocking about the, you know, the Kardashians and maybe it kind of brings us full circle that conversation we were having earlier just about like plastic surgery in general. It's like, yeah, they get to elevate their status. Like a woman gets to elevate her social status in the world an unbelievable, like an unbelievable return on investment in with surgery. Yeah, beauty is currency for uh, for women. Currency is currency for us. Exactly. So it's like that Chris Rock joke where he was talking about his wife. He's like, everything you do, I could pay someone to do. Mm-hmm. You can't pay someone to pay for shit. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I could pay for someone to watch the kids. I could pay for someone to make dinner. I could pay for someone to clean the house. I can't pay for someone to pay for shit. Mm-hmm. Right? And at the end of the day, the, the buck stops with dudes. It's like, we can't pay for someone to pay for shit. Mm-hmm. Right? So- Girls, because of evolution, whatever we want to call, like their value a lot of times in society, at least superficially, is going to be their looks. And you can pay a very small amount of money to increase your looks that has an unbelievable return on that investment. I mean, think about all the girls that we've seen. A Kylie Jenner. That bitch a billionaire, maybe. Mm-hmm. She was a ugly girl. Yep. I, I mean, it feels cruel even saying it. Mm-hmm. Pre-op Kylie, nothing, oh, no we, influence whatsoever. Did we ever finish that in terms of the plastic surgery for our kids? Yeah, and I think that's why we come full yeah. circle. It's like, that's why on some level, I, what's most important to me is that my kid loves themselves and appreciates themselves because I think that's going to carry itself, carry itself throughout every relationship she's in, every business op- uh, opportunity she has. Like, she's got to know her value, mm-hmm. Right. And can't just believe that she can just eject and chop away to make her worth something. You got to be worth something before if you're a girl, specifically. But the ability for her to like up her status, $5,000 for a fucking nose job, whatever it is, and then your status is increased by double? Yeah. Yeah. But I think think the question he was asking before is like, what starts that? Like, is that women just being like, yo, I'm going to get the nose job because it's better? Or are they doing it to then fit into the norm of, like, the male gaze? I think they're so, doing it so, the male gaze. So, yes, but at the same time, it's like, what is the norm? I'm sure you go certain places in the world where they got some schnozzolines, and all of a sudden, that's the norm. Yeah, yeah. I think France, like, the most popular surgery is breast reduction. Or, like, one of the more popular ones. Right. It's more, breast reduction is more popular than boob Than jobs. breast uh, implants. It is the gaze. Hey. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, that's a super gay country, bro. Oh my God. It is. No, 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 it's not. Can we can we stop yeah, this? So that gay, is so dude. gay. So? It's super gay. Do they do forehead reduction? <laughs> <laughs> Your head titty? But in all seriousness. It's not the case. It is, it, though. In all seriousness, though, that's it. That's interesting. It's like maybe culturally that's something girls got to shift. Do girls got to make that shift? Or is that something that we got to make that shift? It's dude, a chicken or the egg situation. It is, right? Because like- if they stop fucking with it. We ain't going to stop fucking them. Yeah. Like, that's the thing that's women got to realize is you the only I used to try to do a joke about this, but it's like, you the only ones with a pussy. Yeah. It's not like we can go to something. If women were like, nah, we're not shaving our legs anymore. It's not like we're going to be like, all right, well, we fucking orangutans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like we going to fuck you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whatever you give us. Yeah. We're going to fuck you. Guaranteed. So you could dictate what beauty is. We would go along with it. Girls were shaving aside their heads for a while. Dudes were still fucking them. Yep. Hips yeah. are motherfuckers. You know what I mean? They girls wear these like baggy boy jeans. We still fuck them. Yeah. They wear tight jeans. We still fuck them. No matter what they wear, we still gonna fuck them. Yeah. Why they put themselves through this hell? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I don't know. I think it's like I think that was also part of like the nascent stages of like the body positivity movement. Right. It's like when it starts, it's they're trying to be like do the right, right thing. Yeah, like you love yourself and like we don't have to, you know, have all these perfect things, blah blah blah. Yeah. But then that just like spirals off into something different. Everybody's got to what is it? It's the same thing with like a creating a laws. As like a congressman, you want to feel like you've done something to like improve your district. So a lot of these congressmen like uh put up these laws like the uh, don't uh, uh, rape woman law, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's like you get even more extreme versions of the same law. It's like right. we all agree, like don't rape or assault women at all. Mm. But that's the easiest law to get passed because nobody says don't do it. Yeah. So apparently like Colorado is these like insanely strict rules about sexual assault and they define it in like the craziest ways. Like something we might call harassment, they might actually call like uh, assault. Right. And I think that's what happens in these movements. It's like a competition for who can be the, the wokest. Yo, I wonder if it, if it's like, uh, if it's like the public goods dilemma, you ever heard of this? There's like a thing that I, I learned at school basically like where if you play a game with people where you basically have like five or 10 bucks and like, I'm going to mess up the like logistics of the game, but like yeah. you can either put in $5 or $10 and then whatever the pot is, it gets doubled and then everyone gets money back. Yep. So the best position to be in, in the game, like if everyone oh, puts in money, this, yeah. you get money back and then everyone, everyone's wealth increases. And that's the public good that everyone benefits from. But if you don't put in money, your wealth goes up more than everyone else's. Yeah. So it's like you put in no sacrifice and then you get the most. And then everyone else kind of gets privy to what's going on and then no one puts in money. Yeah. And then the public good depletes. Yeah. So I wonder if it's like that with like body positivity or like a female like uh I don't Surgery, know. Surgery essentially. Yeah, where it's like, oh yeah, no, we should all love ourselves, but I ain't gonna, gonna be the one to sacrifice. Uh, yeah, but I'm yeah. gonna, yeah. Be, I ain't gonna be the first one. Yeah, so yeah I'm gonna like, be well, the this, hottest this bitch one. winning, I'm not gonna do it either. Yeah, yeah. It's like, and then yeah. when you make that first sacrifice, you're the only bitch with hair in her legs. Yeah, yeah you're exactly. not getting no dick, you're not getting no attention at yeah. the club, you're not getting anything. You need everyone to come on board. But then once everyone comes on board, then you can do little things to then and, give yourself an edge. And, and then it the creeps thing. back. Human beings, we will do that. And maybe yep. that's the reason why, like, you know, you have uh, Marxism or communism or these things don't work is because we actually in our DNA don't want to be equal completely. We, <laughs> we want to have hierarchies. We want to find ways to have competitive advantages, um, uh, you know, with the people we're around or at least like until we have a mate. Competition is kind of built into our DNA, isn't it? You want to be the person to survive. Yeah. So yeah. like in every species, survival of the fittest, you got to survive. So you have so to find like a system that feeds that. Yeah. You have to find like a system that feeds the primal urge and yeah. like, but doesn't cripple all the people in the process. Right. We can't kill ourselves in the process right. to like wanting to we win. We have to evolve past that, but it's in our DNA. It's locked in there. Yeah. Yeah. It's tricky, man. I don't know. I wish Taylor was here. We could talk about it because I'm sure, I'm sure chicks get tired of shit. Lady assholes, listen, like be yeah. honest, yo, y'all get tired of Putting this shit. Putting on fake eyelashes every time uh, you try to go meet a guy or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's why like, oh shit. Maybe that's why like, sluttiness has increased hmm. you want to return on your investment for the night mm. hmm. it's like you put on the eyelashes you put on the makeup you put on these uncomfortable ass shoes and you're gonna not get dicked you gotta get your money's worth <laughs> yeah like imagine you did all that shit like man you buying a trip you know you put on a flight yeah. you go to a hotel you get the dinner all this stuff you're like oh, i want some pussy and shit even <laughs> if she catfishes me the fish is getting fried <laughs> <laughs> right yeah. There's going to be, you want some sort of return, no? Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. I wonder if girls feel that way a little too. Yeah, you go out with a matching underwear and nothing happens. Like yeah, Someone's seeing this underwear. <laughs> yeah. like, like even when the date's over, you got to find another club. You got to oh, find yeah. something. Yeah. Do they look at it like that or do they view themselves as the catch and therefore they're trying to like protect themselves from being caught? They want to be the shiniest object, but they still want, you know, the glass case in front of it mm -hmm. to make sure that they're not chosen.
that yeah. they are the ones that are doing the choosing. Yeah, I don't. You know. I think over time that uh, that glass shield has gone down. I think like it, we're approaching a time where it, it's definitely not equal, but women can be as much hoes as guys can. Like we're very close to that equal playing field, and it's a beautiful thing. You like that? <laughs> Do you like that? Like, are we worried about that for kids and shit? No. Nah. I don't want my daughter getting just smoked nah, out on time. I think it's more healthy. It's more so like how Europe is. Like, they're just so, like, open about sexuality where it's, like, it's not taboo. So now they don't have to it, – it doesn't become the thing that, oh, I can't do, so now I want to do it. Man, when I remember when I was in Europe, man, I was dating this girl, and I went to her uh, – I went to go visit her in, like, uh, Denmark or whatever like that. Mm-hmm. And I was staying with, like, her and her family. Mm. And, like – I was staying with her in like her room or whatever. Yeah. And I remember like looking at the pops like I'm such a creep. You just gonna let me smash your daughter in your house, bro? Like, so, but come on, bro. Make me sleep on the couch or some shit. Maybe sleep in some <laughs> other room. I'm not gonna just dick down your daughter in How your old? fucking How house. Old How old is it? Huh? How old? Like twenty one. You wasn't fucking at 21 no, in your parents' crib? I was definitely fucking the shit out of his daughter, bro. Don't get, don't <laughs> get no. twisted, No, bro. but I'm saying you. For America, bro. You. For America, you. dude. Come on, man. In your house. For America. Copenhagen. I was baby. Real talk, dude. <laughs> I can live. I was playing Bruce Springsteen nah, while I was doing that shit. See? Born in the USA. This Nothing the being born out of you. <laughs> There's the hypocrisy bullshit right here. Nah, what you talking about? Because you was in your parents' crib fucking. Yeah, but you were being nah, sneaky nah, about nah, it. Nah, nah, nah. Yes, you was. He's saying it's the fact that his dad just was Okay with like the openness of it. Oh yeah, oh like, you're not fucking him, my daughter in my house. Make bro. him sneak around. But you're, you're not fucking, fucking in my your daughter house. in my house, bro. Yeah, he's fucking other people's daughters in his house. But yeah, he's not gonna fuck. He's not gonna no, let no. fuck his I kid. Could, you could live. Like, my son could fuck his girl in my house. <laughs> but you're not gonna fuck my daughter in my house, bro. Right. Go to your parents' house. <laughs> 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 like me, like I got a relationship with her as a father. I gotta have a relationship with your girls, my my son's girl's dad. And I, and we, it's like this, like, yo, son, you're, yo, my son is smashing a girl to fuck out. You know, she's squealing crazy. You know what I mean? Oink, oink, shower time, bro. That's no game. Red playing. wave? Real talk. The red wave Word. is like, yo, why don't you put some bleach on the menu? Because we need a clean. That's what it is. But at the same time, I'll be like, I respect if you don't want your daughter getting smithereened in your home. Yeah. You pay the rent there. You pay electricity. Yeah. You know and what I'm saying? Smoke damage from the fucking smithereens. The smithereens smoked. just getting smoked out. Yeah. Come on. You could take some of her. You could put it on a big with Kareem cheese after what my son. <laughs> to it, to it. That's smoked. That's that salmon is smoked. Yeah, yeah. Locks, baby. You got the locks with the capers, huh? Come so on, you're on a square okay plate. With your daughter on, being bro. smoked out. As, you're okay with your daughter being smoked out as long as it's not in your house. No, nah, no, nah, my daughter. Is never, is never getting never smoked, smoked, smoked out. Even Bullshit. though she is, yeah, she isn't. I'm with you 100%. She is, but bro. she isn't. Like, yeah. I don't even hear about it. Like, I'm looking at her, yeah. and I know when she's like, hey, I'm not coming home tonight. Uh-huh. I'm going to stay at Daryl's house or whatever. Yeah. I'm looking at her. I'm like, listen here, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you keep that, but shut up. But you know she not. <laughs> Say what? But you know she I know she's going to be throating him. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> 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 I reached your limit. Oh, yeah. I reached your limit. I reached your I'm trying to be all productive. My ex smoke in these goddamn ice pops ever since she was a kid giving this bitch practice. Damn it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She just tearing the tops off like this foreskin on a gym. Yeah. What? <laughs> you know, that's how they used to circumcise no, them. I don't like that. They used to circumcise them like 
That's that bris. Damn, I'd be being a wheelchair with that <laughs> shit. Looking like you a, never seen some Hasidic Jews eat some ice pops, bro? They tearing that shit off the top so quick. Suck it real fast. Dude, they open it. They never use scissors, nothing. Just <laughs> get to eating, bro. Come on, oh, dude. No. But no, I'm with you, though. I'm with you. Come on, bro. Even if my daughter marries that. a nice guy, they have a kid, I'm going to be like, that's weird. You would die. How y'all got a kid? Yeah. yeah. How y'all get... Why are you pregnant? I'm though? playing dumb the whole How time. How did you get pregnant? <laughs> yeah. Oh, so did that guy that I've been stupid, feeding and yo. shaking hand with bus come in you? I'm not saying that. Is that, that what happened? I'm not saying that. That's horrifying. Well, he's bus coming. you make it a point to let everybody know that you fuck, like... I fuck your daughter. I fuck your son. You need my approval. I fuck your daughter. I fuck your sister. You need my approval. <laughs> yeah, That's nah, you. You're you the guy. The first fuck your son. You got to write the first. I ain't fucking your son, yeah, bro. Son. Son. You you son. You made me see gay right now. Let me tell you something. That's a good question. Let me tell you something. If I was gay, you're not fucking my son, bro. If I had a gay son, I mean, my son was gay, you're not fucking my son, Would you let him smoke it out, though? Oh, he is handling the basket, bro. Yo, let me tell you something. I'll be knocking on the door. I'll be like, keep going. I'll be putting on Queen. I'll be putting on all that gay shit. You know what I'm saying? Whatever gay music you need. Who else? Why are you gay? Fat bottom girls. Turn this straight shit off. Wrong song. Wrong song. Yo, real talk. I'm not my son's not getting smoked out, bro. We're not going to be versatile out here, dog. You got to be a top. In my house, it's tops only. Yeah. <laughs> Other people's house, you get bottomed out. I don't want to hear about it. You know what I mean? I can't go to the gym today. I'm a little sore. Shut your goddamn mouth yeah. about that shit, dude. I don't want to hear you a little sore. Going over speed bumps, bro. Get, get bottomed out. out. Get out of here, bro. here man. You really want to hear about that? speed bumps. Come on, dude. You don't want to hear about that? No, your crazy, daughter bro. or your son getting smoked? Nah. What if he's a top, but he's still getting throated? Wait, so he's sucking dick. <laughs> he's sucking dick. Yeah. So he's getting throated. He's getting throated. The dangly thing. Oh, all that. Uh, Imagine you heard the gag reflex coming from your son. I heard my own son gag on dick. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh, dude, that's very difficult, bro. <laughs> so gonna, that's super difficult, He's going to bust in, giving the Heimlich and shit. <laughs> you got to save your kid's life from cum that got... <laughs> Lodging his throat. Nah, you thought, yo, you thought he's choking. Imagine you busting room. I'm like, what's lodging his throat? And his buddy's just there cleaning cum out of his dick. <laughs> We're playing Xbox or something. <laughs> bro. You got to give him mouth to mouth? You, nah, you got to just let him, you gotta let him handle that, bro. What if your son runs past you to go spit in the sink? Oh, my God. Oh, okay, guys. Nah, 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 nah. You're not going to spit in my sink. At least he's spitting. He's not, not swallowing. Spit, you're not spitting in my you're sink. You're not swallowing. You're going to make not him in my swallow? Sink. Not in my sink. He got swallowed. Run, run your ass outside. Yeah. Look at this. You're not swallowed in my sink. Me, meanwhile, you're not spitting in my sink either. Swallow Stop sucking dick in my mouth. Nah, I'm just man. up there. I'm an hey, angry bullshit. dad. Like I don't even get my dick sucked anymore. <laughs> How you get your dick sucked? Why did he just walk out like this? Hey, Dad. Oh my God. No, like he just got a face. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh come on, bro. Nobody talks about that part of having a gay kid. Like nobody ever talks about that. Like I'm totally fine with you being gay. Just don't be all gay about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> in my house, like be in love with men and want to love men, but I don't want you getting smoked out. Yeah, go to a truck bowls. stop back in the old I'm days. All, yeah, aren't there places for this? <laughs> yeah. There's got to be places yeah. for this, dude. Come on. Go to the YMCA. It's Matter progressive fact. out there. Like, yeah, right poor here. kid full of cum in my home. Yeah, right here is much less progressive. <laughs> we can't have this goddamn jelly donut walking around my house. Come on. A little Boston cream pie walking dr dr around. Dr all over the living room. Come on, dude. <laughs> 
playing Hansel and Gretel all over the goddamn living room? You've got a younger sister, dude. What kind of example are you settling? Oh, thank God. I thought you were going some other way with it. No, I wasn't, bro. You're crazy for that. <laughs> got a younger sister, dude. She's stuck in the dryer right now. What are you doing? <laughs> Come on, dude. When no, I start no, white boy son, I swear yo, you get on a roll. You brought us there. Nah, you brought us <laughs> yeah, there. You. One of y'all brought us that there. That was you. It was one of y'all. The wow. Browns done brought us there. Yeah. One of y'all one of y'all says some shit about like would you? What would you Throw do? Yeah, we're thinking Throw of wood. Yeah. You said wood. that is some real white no, boy. No, he got it. He got us there because you said he's you said the sink. he was fucking the daughters and the sons. Oh yeah, oh, yeah you're right. You yeah. try to make me gain yeah. the process. Yeah, I just want some company. You, that was yeah, sneaky. I don't want to be alone in here. There <laughs> you, bro. Yo, anyway, bro. Oh. I don't know. That's a real tricky one, man. It's gonna be difficult for me to go through that. Would you rather your daughter get smoked out in your home or plastic surgery? Mm. Mm. I'm not against my daughter getting plastic surgery. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm against is my daughter not loving herself. Because uh, I feel like I failed as a. Why is she getting smoked out by some random dude in your house, though? You didn't say random. Ain't gonna be no random guy that walks into my house. You're not gonna fuck my daughter without saying hello to me <laughs> first. <laughs> you know what I mean? And don't be no like, hey, how you doing? And go up to the room and smoke out my daughter. That's disrespectful. That's disrespectful. Uh, how you supposed said. to? How you supposed to do that? You feel me a little bit like, like you got fucking. Even if you talk to me, then you think you just fuck uh, my daughter? You're the fire Wait, so going Fucking mine. All right, all right. So I'm the dad. Go. You knock at the door. Come. Yo, what's up? Yeah. Oh, your dad's black. <laughs> That's the first thing I'm gonna say. Go on. Better than the dad of the boyfriend. <laughs> 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. What's going on? What's the scenario? So I'm, the I'm dad, still the dad. I'm the dad. You're dating my daughter. You come, you knock at the door. Who am I? No, no, but it's my house yeah. I'm worried about. Yeah, we're not talking about you. I'm you the dad. To tell us you're how the you son. Can I be someone? No, no shut up, Mark. You're the girl. You're yes. the doorknob. Someone grab him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you go. You go. No, you said that yeah. uh, the dude can't just come yeah. and say hi to you and go fuck your daughter. All door. right, so, I'm so the how dad. is he supposed to? You show to up. Okay, all right. Yeah. I'm the kid. I'm fucking. I'll show you what all you right. can or can't do. Mm. Hello, Yo, but wait. What's your does name? Does your daughter have your nose though? Because it might not. <laughs> no, that's that hurt my feelings, bro. Yo, sorry, that one hurt my feelings. Yo, you look like you just saw the fucking Alex Trebek video bro. all over again, bro. <laughs> that one hurt my one feelings, tier, he's bro. Like, Damn, yeah, that shit. That shit got me choked. Oh, wait, are we talking about post op? <laughs> what? Wait, do you want right, him to want to fuck your daughter? You talking about my unborn daughter, bro? Damn, yeah, do you want him to want to fuck Hey, Al, can we talk about your unborn <laughs> so which one? You gonna have to uh, sing a fucking DMX video, Latisha, Kashisha, Kashar. No, no. In all serious, all right. She got the hook nose or not? It doesn't matter. It's, nah. it's, it's beautiful, beautiful young lady. I'm coming to smash it out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you for respecting me. Yeah, come on. <laughs> go, 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 all right. go. All right, knock, knock, knock. Yeah. Okay. Knocks on, on the, the doorknob. Door right? Okay. Nah, this motherfucker. This motherfucker. You just grabbed me. You, you just grabbed my door dick. Yo. Yeah, you just grabbed my door dick. Bro, stop it, dog. You did Let me throw something at him, dog. You did we this. Need, okay, go. Right. We need, you know what we need is just like, we don't have a like a tank of water that he could be sitting up in, on top of, but ideally for the podcast, it'd be a tank of water. We need, the, we need the Nickelodeon goo. Goo. Whatever. The slime. The slime. He called it. Glue. <laughs> bro, how 
poor was Alex Colonna. They didn't know what slime was, bro. You know the boogers? When the boogers be coming down. Got fucking Nickelodeon light as TV. We had the hot box, man. Sometimes it went out. Go, 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 go. So you knock on the door, right? Knock on the door. Shut up, Mark. Good. Welcome. Welcome. Alex, it's nice to meet you. I heard a lot about you. Nice to meet you, too, Ms. Schultz. I'm here to see... Veronica. I know who you're here to see, motherfucker. You ain't here to see my wife, motherfucker. You obviously here to see my daughter. Mm, your very beautiful daughter. Thank you. Will I be able to take her out? Yeah, you can take her out. Okay. She man. told me. I know what's going on. I know why you're coming. Oh, okay. Yeah, why don't you come into the kitchen, man? Hang out. Oh, this is heating oh, nah, up. Oh, no, I'm fine. I'll just go up to your I'm daughter's so, room. You'll go where? I'll oh. go up to your daughter's room. How you know it's up? <laughs> you got multiple floors, baby. Yeah, but how you know her room is up? <laughs> What you got How you know you her gotta, room is up, Mr. Really Schultz? Question. You have her in a dungeon? Nah, she could be on ground level. Oh, okay. So you don't know where the room is, I don't or know you do. The, I don't Just know making sure. No, See, I'm already on to you, Alex. <laughs> I'm already on to you. I'm sorry, Mr. Schultz. It's okay. So is your daughter available? My daughter is available. She'll be down in a moment. But why don't you come inside out of the rain? You don't want to fuck up your sneakers. You blacks love them shits, don't you? <laughs> what, what do you mean? I got these plastic bags tied around my foot. <laughs> okay. I'm okay. still cold in this whole fucking day. Shut the door. Yo, Mark, damn. please. Mark, please. The doorknob's on the outside too, Mark. Mark, please. I'm so wet. Mark, please. So, what was the doorknob saying when Epstein hung on it? <laughs> it was also hanging the doorknob, bro. It was a catch-22. Fuck. <laughs> All right. So listen, yeah, I, I think Al, the reality is with our sketch, uh, I'm not going to be okay with a. I don't even think I want to meet my girl's boyfriend. This is going to be uncomfortable, dude. Why do they have to fuck? You guys are. You're <laughs> Why can't they just be buddies? You're bro? handling it so bad. I, it's better if they're going to do it regardless. It's better do it in an environment. where- I don't subscribe to that. Yeah, it's better. Do I. It's, I think they're equally bad. Yeah. There's no better or worse. Nah, in it's, my a, house. it's a little better. Yeah, it's that's not, a weird yeah. thing. If they're hiding it, it's worse. Because if I, if I know... What is uncomfortable? Because you know that my daughter going to have the tightest buns. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> ain't going to be no, oh be no big pussy having ass daughter. Oh you know we're going to have the big box? God. Is that what your daughter going to have? Ride a tricycle in and out of it? <laughs> Alex, that what's going to happen? Garage huh? door on the front, bro, coming up. <laughs> You're wild, Yo, come on, bro. Y'all are going to have the big box daughters? Is that oh, what yeah. you're going to have? Storage locker, bro. Come on, the dog. The fucking you tennis racket. Real talk. You can't have that storage <laughs> unit. She's going to have I'm the storage out. unit. Storage wars, baby. You want the storage wars, pussy? Come on, dude. How much yeah. that locker worth? <laughs> oh, my God. Real talk. Seriously, Al. <laughs> I'm tapping out. That's crazy. Yo, I'm telling my- You can't my, talk about your daughter's box. I don't my care daughter going to have yet. the tight one, and oh my, my son going to have the big duck, big duck. <laughs> Back it on up. Back it on Back up, it sir. Back it on up, because yeah. the big dick is coming. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> right crazy. this way, baby. <laughs> Real talk. So just keep it 100, Al. So here's You're why. cool your daughter having a huge box, bro? <laughs> nah. Back on that. What has she got? The hollows? 
She got the hollows. What's the hollows? I don't know, dude. <laughs> she got the hollows, bro. Oh, one, you just inside, you don't feel anything. You don't feel nothing. Oh, Sleepy hollow, the bro. Bird box she got a motherfucker <laughs> on horseback with no head. <laughs> oh, just galloping through your door. No Johnny Depp. They're only son. Johnny Depp. <laughs> that, that's the Sleepy Hollow. The graveyard. That giddy graveyard. up, giddy up, giddy up. Yeah. Yo, is that what she got out? You want the headless? <laughs> the headless on. horseman? Dog? Come on now. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, son, come on, Al. You can't have that. Al, you can't have that. Oh, come on, my daughter's so my daughter's stupid. box gonna be like a paper shredder, bro. Yeah. You can't even get loose leaf in uh-huh. there. Slice, slice, Al. Mark is a granny dude. He's thought about your daughter's pussy. Yeah. Mark, you what? better keep it quiet what? over there. I'm just an innocent doorknob. Come on. <laughs> I didn't do anything. Your daughter did this to me. <laughs> <laughs> These are the improv games Mark used to play in college. <laughs> he is not breaking character. No, he's, <laughs> he's locked into doorknob. Yeah. Yes, and your daughter's high. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes, and she's tired. <laughs> Yo, real talk. Don't wish big pussy on your daughter, bro. Yeah. That's going to be a problem. She can meet the man of her dreams, but he don't fit. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. You got to you got to hope your daughter got that thing thing. Yeah. Yo, you got to hope. hope I hope she Yo. has a normal Pussy. Nah, you want her pussy to sound like a Thai dish. Mm. You want like when a guy gets in there, he's like, Musselman. 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 Padang, padang, padang. Tom yum. But if it's too tight, they going to nut quick and she's never going to be able to get off. It is what it is, bro. Yeah, it is what it is. That's the casualties of a dice game. That's what that is, bro. Sometimes there's casualties to a dice game, bro. Sometimes you crap out. And that's what that is. That is true. Okay? That shit gonna be tighter than a turd cutter, Alex. (laughs) (laughs) That coochie gonna be tighter than a turd cutter. Yeah. I think we I think we got it, guys. Okay, fine. I mean, the, the, only, the only two things we miss is uh, fucking Rudy Giuliani in front of the four season. <laughs> Yo, can we talk about that shit real quick? That dumb no neck having nincompoop. This motherfucker. So the, the Trump, the Trump fucking whatever they're called. What are they called? Also, Al did not pronounce his name. I know, I know. Right Mark, before. you couldn't let me get off the hook with I that? I thought that's why we were laughing. Wait, what? He goes, yeah, anyway, I we still got to talk about Ruby Giuliani. <laughs> <laughs> I sounded like Biden just now. So. <laughs> he sounded like, and I just oh, kept it moving it. too. I was <laughs> like, him, Rudy Boobly Bobbly. That was just. He sounds like, like a Pat Tyson. He's still speaking Thai. He sounds like he's a Thai restaurant, bro. Come on, Al. Bro, oh, I'm it was dying, that tight bro. puss, man. Uh, Shit. All right, all right. See, that type puss that you speak in different languages, bro. That type puss have you different languages. You do a little Kegel. Son, you ever felt a Kegel on your on your dick vein? Yeah. That shit is you got a dick aorta? Mm. You got a dick aorta? <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Son, y'all never felt a Kegel on your dick aorta? You know that big vein that run down the back that might bring the P to the end? I'm not really sure. Yeah. But do you know the one I'm talking about? 
Mm-hmm. Second you said big, I didn't know. Second <laughs> <laughs> you said big, I was a question mark. But, You're talking that. about the interstate. I'm talking about that interstate, that yeah, yeah. 101. Yeah, the runway. The, okay. the yeah. runway. Yeah, right there. Yeah. Right. Orange yeah. cones. That aorta. <laughs> yeah. That's that aorta, bro. And the Kegel gets into the finger trap? Uh-huh. Is that what you're talking about? What is that? The Kegel gets into the finger trap. That Kegel gets that shit locked, yeah. bro, right on that aorta. Gets the teeth dug in. Mm. You mm. ever experienced that before, Al? Ouch. Ouch mm. is right. You can't bring teeth into the what? Teeth. Ugh. You never had Kegels so tight it feel like teeth? Nah. Bear trap coochie? You never nah. had that? You never trap. had that? Nah. You never had the clamps? You never had the coochie clamps? Yeah. You never had you the jump start? Yo, we back on Yeah, we're coming on. Yeah, you never, like, never had that left. coochie take a bite out of crime, Al? <laughs> <laughs> you never had <laughs> that's, that's how we all got circumcised. The, the, the <laughs> That's how you know Mark ain't fuck yet. <laughs> Wait, does that really happen though? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> All right, guys, let's take a break right quick. I'm going to be honest. I am focused as fuck. And you know why? Because I did not do coffee this morning. No disrespect to Dunkin' Donuts, support Brown Business. But I forewent coffee and I got that Neuro Root. I'm rooted up, baby. And I'm going to tell you something, Neuroroot is a one-of-a-kind nootropic which boosts your brain function. They've got a subliminal tincture, and they've got Focus Plus capsules, which is what I took. It contains caffeine, vitamin B6 for extra energy, bunch of other stuff that, honestly, even as an Indian, I don't really understand. They got lion's mane mushroom, all kinds of stuff. The point is, I have energy, I'm not sleepy, and I'm thinking clearly. I know in... in quarantine everybody's struggling with their energy levels this is an easy fix guys so go to neuroroot.com slash flagrant and use the code flagrant and you'll get a 20 percent discount and there's a black friday special all month in november if you purchase neuroroot you are entered into a contest to win free neuroroot for a year a year i don't even got a year's worth of neuroroot you should definitely buy right now your supply of neuroroot for free possibly and all you got to do is go to neuroroot.com slash flagrant and use the code flagrant you save money you could even get free stuff Seems like a no-brainer. Let's get back to the show. All right, all right, all right. My bad, my bad. So Giuliani, right? Yeah. How do you say his name again? Boobly, Bobbly, Bobbly, Rudy Giuliani, Rudy Boobly. <laughs> so Rudy Boobly, Bobbly, he's out here, right? Yeah. Boobly, Bobbly. So basically, the Trump uh, team calls a press conference, right, to uh, talk about this voter fraud, and they got new information to prove there's like some real voter fraud. Yeah. So they they say it's going to be at the Four Seasons Total Landscaping. I assume someone on the team tried to book the Four Seasons in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And Trump tweeted that. He said, we're at big press conference at the Four Seasons. He doesn't say total landscaping in his tweet? Not no. the original. That he yeah. Okay, interesting. <laughs> so it's going to be at the Four Seasons. <laughs> what? No, the fact that he didn't say that originally. It's absolutely hilarious. Yeah. And instead of just going, yo, we made a mistake, my bad, they booked the thing. Over the top. Over the top. <laughs> they double down. And it's so fucking funny. But then another part of me is going, is this how they steal the news cycle? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, is this the whole... Are they running a game? Are they like, yo, let's make this monumental fuck up? I think somebody tweeted that the uh, total seat, whatever, uh, total landscaping... It's between a sex shop and something else. Like, yeah, it's between yeah. a crematorium and a dildo shop is the way they got worded <laughs> out. That was funny, calling a sex shop a dildo shop. <laughs> because there's no sex happening at a sex shop. No, that's true. Right? Like It's for people who aren't having who sex. Who aren't having yeah. sex. Yeah, that's, that's a good ass point. <clears throat> but, uh, so they go through this press conference and they say they're a little bullshit, this, that, the other. But, um... I just think it's so fucking funny, but it has to be planned. I don't think this is a mistake. I think they do this on purpose, no? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. Really? You wouldn't I, just cancel it? I just think they're scrambling. Uh-huh. Yeah, they needed to get a message yeah. out there, and mm. it's like, 
we can't find a new location. This shit is already set up. Fuck it. Let's just go. I mean, this is just so funny. The team that goes there to set up the conference and they're starting to realize what's happening. <laughs> yeah. Bruh. Now, Trump didn't go. No. It was just going to be his team. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I just think it's so fucking unbelievable. Did you watch bro. it? No. I mean, I saw the clips that came oh, out okay. of it, but like, like, I didn't watch the whole thing. Did you watch it? Not the whole thing. Just also clips, but just Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> All the things he yeah. was saying. Yo, he like, got PTSD from stopping so, Chris, bro. I was not no, feeling it. So, he remembers those fuck, days. Yeah. Bro. That was bad days in New York. So. <laughs> Wait a minute. Was he stopping Frisk or was that uh, the short dude, Bloomberg? I think it was Bloomberg. Bloomberg was stopping first. Giuliani yeah. was like Italian oh. mob he was going after, right? No, nah, but a Yeah, lot but of... he cracked out on crime. Yeah. Crazy. Oh, he did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super yeah. crazy. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, I, look, before Giuliani was like a Trump um, lackey. Yeah. He was beloved by New York. Ton. He was beloved he outside fucked, of New York. He fucked it up for he himself. He really did. He fucked outside up his Outside of New York, legacy. we remembered him as a guy that fucking came, like he handled up in 9-11. Yeah. And he was... Yo, this is such a great voice for the city. And now yeah. you look at him, it's like, oh, this is sad. He had like a presidential legacy. run, right? Son, he did a presidential, presidential run. run. Low key, he was, you know, like the Harvey Dent character. Now yeah. you guys can go nerd out, but like in, uh, <laughs> in now you guys can go out of heart. But uh, he, you know how like Harvey Dent was like, I'm willing to do whatever it takes. I'm willing to get like killed, this, that, the other. Here we go. <laughs> they just bump forehead. That was a good uh, high four. But uh, but yet, yeah, I think that's what Giuliani actually was. Like that motherfucker should have got killed by the mob. I'm shocked that he didn't get killed by the mob. Right. Like back when he was like a DA, mm. and the mob was like actually taking he took down out. the mob. But the Him. the mob respects uh, people doing their job. That's right. Yeah. You're right about that. That is an important distinction. The mob is not angry at cops because yeah. they know they're doing something illegal mm-hmm. and cops are trying to catch them. Yeah. I think they're like, if the cops start doing illegal shit to catch them, That's they're like, yeah. oh, now you're the mob. Mm-hmm. Mm. You're yeah. breaking the law. Yeah, they don't like that. Why are you coming you at me? You God just like us. Exactly. I think that's it. Okay. But, uh, we got to have like a mobster on this fucking thing. Yeah, that'd be sick. I'm fascinated with Just it. not that same guy that tells his same fucking yeah, story yeah, over and over. I, I know like the exact yeah. Fran, Michael Franchise yeah, yeah. or whatever the fuck. I, I know exactly what you're talking guy, about. So. Yeah, yeah. He got made a lot of money. He's still hustling. Yeah, I know. They found a way to flip it. Yep. Ah, oh, dude, that's all they are, those guys. It's the, uh, the guy who wrote the CIA book. The Confessions of a... Economic Hitman. Economic oh, Hitman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he, he made money. Fucking over all these countries and getting yeah. to sign these like horrible deals. Yeah. And now he's making money writing a book about how fucked up he is. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what these mobsters are doing. They made money ripping off all these people. And now they're making money writing books about how they ripped off yeah. all these people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let us make some money off you. Come on the podcast, yeah. yo. <laughs> but just in case you're still connected, you're a great guy. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What else we got, boys? We should wrap up soon. Uh, did you guys see the thing about Van Jones? Like, uh, he. Mistaking. <laughs> mistaking. You know, the funniest part about Beyonce, that? I mean, Beyonce from and Mary, Mary J. J. Blige. Blige. And yeah. the funniest part about that shit is that everybody confuses Van Jones and Van Lathan. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So they were going through it. Like Van's Twitter was on fire. Yeah, yeah. And all it takes is one person tweeting, yo, how the fuck Van Lathan confuse yeah. him? And you're not going to look up the video. You're just yeah. like, come on, Van, you're supposed to be one of us. He's <laughs> probably the Van that pops up. You're not thinking about multiple Vans who are famous black people in entertainment. Yeah. yeah that are what journalists? A, yeah. What an <laughs> odd name, Van. I don't think about that. So you just see the first van. Oh, it must be this guy. Boom. And then you see somebody tweet about it, and then you're like, oh, this guy's a moron. And then you tweet about that. Yeah. Poor van. I, what like, is the I like saying of... van having fun with it. Van oh, yeah. Lathan he leaned having... in. Yeah, he he ended in. up yeah. going on the board. That yeah. was funny. What is the white equi- equivalent to mixing up Mary J. Blige and Beyonce? Uh, 
Uh, what do you mean the white equivalent? Like, like what would the white equivalent be? Like Springsteen and Bon Jovi. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Springsteen yeah, yeah. and Bon Jovi in Jersey in particular, where that's like they're fucking guys. Mm. Swear to God, not lying. Same person in my eyes. <laughs> Swear to God, I cannot tell you. I which know one, one is the other. Bon Jovi song. Don't stop. No, I'm sure I've heard. Wait, that's Journey, I think. <laughs> <laughs> that's my bad. Oh man, I was on board with that yeah. shit, son. I'm stripping What's, your white card. Yo, <laughs> my white card been gone, bro. <laughs> I know the feeling, bro. <laughs> we yeah. don't have a home, we a man without an island. Yeah, yeah living no on a prayer. Li- living uh, on a prayer. You know, only reason I know that's because you had a joke with living on a prayer where you were singing was, it. Oh, oh, yeah. you had the black guy rapping. Are you were rapping, and then a black guy looked at you, and you just started drumming right away. That was it. I was like, I was walking down the street, rapping with my hands. Oh, that's an old. Doing that's a, biggie shit. Yeah. I was yeah. like, fuck that. I preach it. My nah, reaches, and a black dude like saw me doing it, and I immediately just started like air drumming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. And like, don't, don't stop believing. Yeah. All the reason I know that song. Low key, that is, that's a real thing that happened. <laughs> Like, I was rapping oh, with right? my hands, and a dude saw me on the subway, and I got so embarrassed that I was caught doing it. Seriously? That I literally, I was just like, yeah, man. Oh, he would have <laughs> fucked with you crazy. He's like, oh, shit, he's a cool white boy. Nah, man. Oh, God. That's just when you're young and insecure. And <laughs> nah, like, that's true. Oh, uh, dude. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude. How many awkward interactions in your life have taken place on public transportation? Mm, quite a few. I'm trying to think. Like, of what like percentage the of the awkward things that you remember? I remember I took a picture of Anthony Weiner on the subway, and, and then I had the you? flash on, no! and I went yeah. down. I was like, oh, fuck, he's taking the picture. And I went down. He saw the flash go off. My man was ready to kill me, like jaw clenched, fucking glaring at me. And I'm looking at Anthony Weiner like, am I about to get my ass beat <laughs> by the guy who took a picture of his dick on the internet? Yeah, bro, it's not the worst picture of you on the internet. That's what I was saying. <laughs> and I was a little bit nervous at first, and then I was like, what? This guy's dick is all over the place. I can't take a picture of his face. <laughs> and I started kind of looking back like, I mean, really? What's gonna happen? Yeah. Why, why are you so upset? I gave you good light. Yeah. <laughs> you should be happy you got good light. I just feel like because we grew up in this this like very weird this very weird thing where we are in such close proximity to all these people we don't know, it's like it's rife for embarrassment. Mm-hmm. Right, because you're not gonna be as embarrassed if like if something happens in front of people you know. Like if you fall in front of your friends, you're like, ah, it's no big deal. Mm-hmm. But if you like trip on a subway and mm-hmm. you got like a whole high school of kids going, ah, oh, fucking yeah, yeah. that's definitely happened to me. Yeah. Or like if you're wearing yeah. something stupid, like I used to have long hair as a kid. People used to think I was a girl, and I had like the the Jordans, the Jordan Elevens, the patent the leather ones, ones. But I had the baby blue ones, oh, and those like on. hadn't crossed over just yet. Right. Come on. Son. So like this dude on the subway was like, "Excuse me, ma'am, is anybody?" <laughs> <sick?"> <laughs> <laughs> See, you can't be pretty with a big nose, piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> but he called me man, bro. Oh. And it was like, oh, dude. <laughs> oh, Did you God. shave off your head that day? So imagine. Imagine I just went right to the yeah. wall. But yeah, like I'm trying to think. Like, do we get more used to public humiliation because we're forced to be in these environments where we're around like strangers more? Mm. Like for extended periods of New time. New Yorkers, you mean? Yeah, like when we fall asleep on the subway. Like, how many times you fell asleep looking crazy on the subway and, like, someone's got to wake you up because mm. you're, like, leaning on them and yeah, shit? Like, yeah. yeah, I've had that. I'm just wondering if we're more accustomed to, like, if we're, like, more used to, I guess, looking stupid in front of Growing strangers. up in New York, you got to get used to just always being accosted in general. Like, yeah. Homeless well, people. It's always some shit going on that's going to fuck with you. And maybe we're, like, we, we understand the fact that, like, something that people see 
doesn't really matter because you'll never see those people again. Yeah. Where yeah. if you grow up in like a smaller community, like those things that happen to you, like everybody remembers they bring mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Yeah. It's a small community. Oh, we see each other every yeah. day. Yeah. Yeah. No, that definitely catches up to you. I, re- I remember being like first time I came to New York being like super naive or like first time I ever traveled with my parents. Like, w- like growing up, if anyone ever talked to you in my neighborhood, like they were like a neighbor, <laughs> like a friend or something. They got you. Bro, I was on the subway one time. This is like a year and a half ago. And I'm sitting there. There's like street performers dancing. And he's got no shirt on. He's like sweating, like flicking sweat on everyone. And he comes over. He's like, yo, can I have some water? And I was like, yeah. And I gave him like my water bottle and he like drank from the water bottle. like put his lips all over like my like reusable water bottle. And he was like, yo, thanks, bro. And gave it back. And I was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. I just had to have this guy's gross ass water bottle mouth all over my shit. Yeah. You but a wild boy for that. Bro. I just thought it was like the right thing to do. I was like, I guess you give these guys water. Or something. I don't know. Like that's wild. I had no idea. <laughs> oh, I got caught one time in France doing the same shit when I was really young. We were going around and like these like, uh, mm, I'm sure you I, did. <laughs> he's like North African. Like having dude. people's mouth on your I know, right? Like, yeah. Yo. Which bottle are we talking about? Yo. Fucking doorknob. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking doorknob. <laughs> These Senegalese guys would like do this trick where they'd be like, yo, like, uh, you want a bracelet? Or like, oh, yeah. look at this. Like, hold this really fast. Yeah. And it was like a piece of string. And then you put your finger out. Or like, they would like, you put your hand out and they would put it on your finger. And then they'd make a bracelet on your finger. Oh, that's right. And then you have to pay for the the bracelet. But it's like, a really interesting hustle. You're yeah. attached to the guy now. Yeah. And then yeah. he spends two minutes. He makes you this sick ass bracelet. And he goes, "Yo, this is yours." And I'm like, "Oh, thanks so much." He's like, "Do you have any money for me?" And then you're like, I, "No." Yeah. But like three times in a row, I got caught walking on the streets of France. Like my parents are trying to move, and I'm just getting hung up by these like Senegalese guys. Time. Yeah. My there's entire wow. economies built off taking advantage of tourists that are trying to be polite. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like the whole mixtape economy. Oh yeah. Like you got, hey man, yeah. you, you like rap music? They never ask New Yorkers that shit. They're looking for like some white dude with like clogs and socks. You know, some German who's never seen a black guy before yeah. and is gonna get really excited the, at the, the Capri idea of, like, soccer pants. Yeah, yeah. We got oh, those. they got the Capri soccer pants and like a skinny sneaker, like oh, that's a European's rap. dress. Yeah, yeah that's is a over for you. <laughs> and then tie. They literally going after. Oh, and the cardboard activists. Excuse oh, me, you yeah. have mama for women's rights. Yeah, women. Oh. No, they're real. I got heard women's rights. He's like, what kind of hustle is this? Oh my god, bro! He thought that it were the same ones as like, can we raise some money for my basketball team? (laughs) Oh my god! You didn't. What about environment? You thought all them shits are fake? All them are fake. So so girl, pink hair comes up to Can you help us get rights? You're like fucking hustler. Fuck out of here, bitch! Trying to get out of you. Just your name and your email. What they're trying to get out of me? Commission. I think you work on commission. I think you're an activist for commission. I don't believe that shit for a second. What money? Why do they would you get? work yeah, so hard? They don't to even ask for money. money. How you got an iPad? <laughs> you got a fucking slave computer? They and you give it to you. Give me what? The they give it to you, the iPad, not you. They give it to the worker. Why? Why? How you think they got the iPad at fucking I'm Starbucks? I'm saying I don't trust the company that's hiring all these people, having them hustle. Don't nobody hustle that hard for fucking free for activism. Activists got a table. Bro, you Gandhi didn't need for six years to be free, bro. Literally, Gandhi, he worked so hey, hard for Gandhi activism. Walked. You could join him if you wanted. He's just taking a nice stroll. You know what I mean? That's all. He's strolling. How's that different than what this Yo, this guy won't give nobody money, bro. I got got for $30 a month because I thought the kid recognized me. And then I was like, man, fuck. He was looking at me for a second. I was like, what's up? And he was like, you got a moment for kids? I was like, shit. <laughs> I gotta talk to this fucking kid. And you gave him 30 a month? How many I, fucking kids, bro? How many Indian kids can you support for that shit? I swear to God, he yeah. showed me the brown kids and I couldn't say no. What kind of brown? There was one Indian. 
It was enough. There was and a they ain't not even in. going to the Indians, I bro. I know, yo. I know, but I can't say no to the Indian. That's a good-ass hustle, though. It's a good hustle. Just have a bunch of pictures of, like, poor kids of all different races, and you just pull up the picture of whoever's the person you're Can talking you to. you pick where it goes? Yo. Do you get to choose one? No, no. I'm talking about fake, like one of Akash's fake Things that he, I can't believe y'all believe those environmentalists, yo. Son, it's real. I knew, I knew a kid who would do it, and he made money. He made good money. Nah, they, they all broke, bro. They care yeah. about the environment. Ain't nobody rich care about the environment. <laughs> that's broke people shit, bro. Actors, Leonardo DiCaprio, that's your thing. You don't care about the environment. You just can't fuck nineteen year olds unless you care about something. <laughs> 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 you need a little distraction every time. They're like, "Yo, are you fifty and fucking nineteen year olds?" He's like, "Yeah, but the koalas. <laughs> <laughs> we hey. gotta save the koalas. The elephant yeah. seals, baby. Come on, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't getting my money, activists. Oh, uh, you a crazy boy, bro. <laughs> All right, man. Let's uh, let's wrap it up, man. Yeah. We, we've this is a long episode. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Um, we are going to get through this uh, next four years the same way we got through the last four years, the same way we got the, through the last four years of that. Like, we're gonna stop being so emotional about uh, as long as everything's legit. If obviously there was like some crazy fraud, then yeah, we should look into that. But I don't really think there is. And um, we're gonna get through it the way we always get through it. You know, we have this way of like building up elections as if they're the end of the world. Well, so far we've had quite a few. World hasn't ended just yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know every I mean? every election is the most important until the next one. Until the next yep. one. We're going to be okay. You know what I mean? Y'all are going to stop giving a fuck about elections. Mm-hmm. Within six months, this corona shit gone. Like, let's, let's be honest. Shit. This corona yeah, shit is gone. Over. By huh? 2021, we back on tour. Everything's cool. Everything's popping. We're eating inside restaurants. Everything's Gucci. So let's get back to business. Let's keep doing what we're doing. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. And uh, the takeover continues. Now, guys. If this wasn't enough for you, you know Friday we on Patreon, patreon.com slash flagrant2. We do a new episode every single uh, Friday uh, at Patreon. $5 a month. You get four episodes a month. It's the best deal in the business. You know what I mean? You spend $5 on cups of coffee. We out here giving you premium content for less than that shit. We might have to bump up the prices, frankly, for the motherfucking service we provide out here. That's true. You know what I mean? Uh, Number one comedy Patreon in the world for a reason. Yeah, we're going to brag a little bit because when you work this hard, you got to enjoy it a bit, man. Mm. Asshole Army, thank y'all for spreading the word, man. Never advertise a day in our lives, you know, outside of trying to give y'all the the greatest content we possibly could, man. We're glad that you appreciate it. So keep on spreading the word for us, man, and we will keep on delivering. Thank you. Patreon, we will see you. If not, we see you next Tuesday. We love you. Peace.